0: the world yeah, I'm- Know what it is, coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth. Never gonna lie, never gonna lose. Always on top, keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back. Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz.
1: Alright, alright. Welcome, welcome to a special edition of the Taz Show. Uh post-WrestleMania coverage uh, while WrestleMania is still going on, so uh, this happened last time I came to you guys uh, right here, live from the Quicken Loan studio, national mortgage lender. Quicken Loans, apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. Welcome guys, welcome to the Taz Show, and uh, coming to you guys uh, straight across CBS Sports Radio and all our great affiliates across this great country, uh, also on Sirius XM channel 206, that's the home for CBS Sports Radio. And that's 206 across everything on the app, everything uh, for uh, SiriusXM, uh, tazshow.com, T-A-Z-S-H-O-W.com. You can watch live video right now as we do the show. And I'll be here until 2 a.m. Eastern uh, covering WrestleMania. And uh, right now, as I speak to you guys, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys – oh, let, 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 let me back up. Let me give you read the phone number, 855-212-4227, 855 212 if you want to call and talk about the show, whatever's happened thus far, whatever's about to happen. Uh, right now, we're watching AJ Styles and uh he's defending his WWE title against Nakamura in a match that I was really looking forward to see. So I don't know when this match was gonna end up jumping on, uh jumping on. I thought it'd be maybe it'd be a little bit earlier, but I guess they're gonna go. There's three left. There's this match here, WWE title with AJ defending against Nakamura. And then uh we have the uh, Roman Reigns getting a shot at Brock Lesnar's championship. But also, oh, also we got, uh, we got Braun Strowman's got to pick a partner against Jamison Cesaro. So, uh, I don't think we've had that yet. So, but we have had uh, on this WrestleMania, which I got to tell you, thus far, I've loved. I mean, I've loved it from the beginning all the way. I mean, I don't have much to gripe about on this. I think it's been a tremendous show We've seen four championships, I believe, already uh, change hands. We saw the IC title change hands, which is Intercontinental Championship. We've seen the United States Championship change hands. Tag team titles, uh, Raw Women's Championship. We just saw that happen a little bit ago with Nia Jack. So we'll get into these ma- we'll get into these matches today as I watch. Uh, in this episode, I should say as I watch AJ Styles uh, get control right here of Nakamura uh, on this. Uh, Again, like I said, a great, great uh, a show uh, down in New Orleans. Over seventy six thousand people, I believe, in the Superdome. So uh, it's crazy. Uh, also, going to have some special guests on here today in this on, tonight, I should say, on this episode where we will have um, uh, we'll have Mike Johnson, who is a regular on the uh, on the Taz show from PW Insider. He's actually at WrestleMania. He's down in New Orleans, so we'll have Mike on uh, in a little while. Also, Brian Monzo who is uh, Mac and Amon's podcast and uh, the WFAN producer here right here in New York City for the afternoon drive, and uh, Monzo does a great job, uh, and he's a a huge supporter of the wrestling business and and, uh, wrestling fan, even though I got a little gripe with him because something he tweeted, I'll get into that with him on the air, which will be funny. So, because I will verbally attack him, I do that at times with people when they're guests of mine, that's my style. And also Brian Campbell. Uh, Brian Campbell, combat sports writer for CBS Sports, uh, which is great because you, you can check him out on CBS Sports HQ. And speaking of CBS Sports HQ, they're going to cut in here once in a while tonight live, uh, which is it's a great new deal here, CBS Sports HQ, that they do. It's a great streaming service that covers sports 24-7. It's phenomenal. Uh, speaking of phenomenal, the phenomenal AJ Styles uh, almost got a uh, victory on Nakamura right there. So, you know, we had a feeling this was going to happen. You know, WWE did not hide the fact that they were going to go a little bit longer with this mania, and they, they said they're going to go to probably about midnight. Well, that's all right, because I'm going to be here until 2 a.m., so it don't matter. That's Eastern, by the way, kids. Now would you see AJ, this insane athleticism with a springboard somersault, and got caught, almost got caught, getting pinned by AJ. Uh, I'm sorry, by Nakamura, but he kicked out, did AJ. And I can tell you from experience, knowing AJ for as long as I know him, I've had the opportunity to call a plethora of his matches uh, while we worked together for T&A. Um, before he went to Japan, and then before he obviously went to WWE. And uh, AJ Styles is one of my most favorite wrestlers I've ever had the opportunity to do color commentary on his abilities and his talents in the ring because he is just a freak athlete and uh, something special that uh, the wrestling industry is. Uh, he's he's just exploded on the scene for so many years, and he's just always in type type uh, top tip top shape and tip top performance. Every match uh, he outdoes himself. To be honest with you, so it's um. It's pretty cool uh, to watch AJ, again, uh, kicking butt here in WrestleMania and going with a guy like Nakamura right now. They're exchanging just blow for blow right here and going punch for punch. And, you know, uh, we'll see what happens here. I mean, I I, I got a feeling AJ's going to retain the championship because we've seen a lot of championships. Like I said, we saw four thus far change hands. I, I don't think they're going to put the title on Nakamura, but we shall see. Um it's definitely uh, the match that a lot of folks, including me, feel will be the show stealer. And thus far, as I broadcast you live on the radio right now and streaming live video, this match is not disappointing at all. So it's uh, it's definitely great stuff. And I know we'll get a lot of phone calls from you guys here in a little bit. So looking forward to that, too. Um, oh, nice. So sorry if I react. Sometimes I'm watching the physicality in the ring, and I just might react. Um, you know, so that that happens sometimes. So, uh Got it cover now, so we we'll see what happens here. No, not happen. But before we move on, to, I want to say uh, a first hello and a thank you and introduce you guys to a couple of guys behind the glass. Uh, brought up my man Mike, and, of course, we have Stu, who is the producer of this particular episode, this special. So I want to thank those guys ahead of time for their help getting this show set up and everybody behind the scenes here at CBS Sports Radio and CBS HQ from the video end and the digital department at, at Entercom and CBS. So thank you. Um, Man, we just saw a really stiff uh, back knee shin shot to the back of the head of AJ, and they did a great slow-mo on it to show you the pure physicality that just uh, just driven in the back of the head of AJ. And, you know, that's something that um, I've noticed throughout this whole show, this whole WrestleMania, how physical this show has been so far. And that's how the wrestling industry has changed you know, and that's the beauty of so many gigantic sports outlets—the biggest ones—from CBS to the ESPNs of the world and Fox Sports and NBC Sports—all of them covering WWE and wrestling on their verticals and streaming online. And you know, and, and that's the beauty of this. And for those that are still stuck in the Stone Ages uh, and don't realize, like WrestleMania is a trending topic worldwide, basically all night here. And uh, AJ might get himself the victory here, by the way, uh, as, I, as I broadcast here. <laughs> he got it. He got it. He retained. Ah, I guess I called that one. So um, <laughs> it's, it's great stuff. So there you have it. WWE title does not change hands. And then a, a great matchup. Um, no, but like I was saying, just to, to back up teen a bit, like it's just really uh, it's awesome to see. I mean, I, I, I broke into business in, in as a wrestler in like the late 80s, you know. So I've been at this a long time. Well, I'm out of the business now. Now I'm in the radio business. And and you can hear me every day right here on CBS Sports Radio with Mark Malusis, Taz and the Moose, every day, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, and also on Sirius XM 206. So I'm kind of, in essence, out of the wrestling business, but I I spent three decades in it. So I'm proud as a guy who started years ago uh, as a wrestler into a broadcaster to see how the, the business just has been evolving and evolving and evolving year after year and getting bigger and bigger. And WWE is, you know, they're the hood ornament of the industry. So it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the vision of Vince McMahon, I got to tip my cap to the man. It's, uh, it's awesome. So, but I want to backtrack a teeny bit. Like I was saying about the physicality in this particular show has been off the charts. And I also want to talk about Ronda Rousey and her performance in this episode. I got a feeling a lot of folks are going to call about that because I have a lot to say about that. Um... The the match that jumped out to me thus far, they've all been physical. But I gotta tell you, Charlotte and Oscar for the SmackDown women's title, okay, and Charlotte Retain, wow. It was just a wow, wow. I mean, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm talking straight physicality. I'm talking riveting stuff from Charlotte's entrance where she kind of lived vicariously through her dad, her dad, I should say, the 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 you know, Ric Flair, the great Ric Flair. Um with the entrance of the old school song, I think it's a 2001 space odyssey and then segued into her version of that, the music and, and her entrance and on this big, crazy, fancy Jones chair and all this, she's got the gold robe and all this stuff. It just, it was amazing. It was awesome. And then, and then once Oscar got out there and these two girls hooked it up and got physical, um, it was just, it was a great, great match. Just a great, great match. It really was. I mean, some crazy, stiff spots. And right now, we're seeing AJ Styles and Nakamura showing some respect for each other and sh- shaking hands and hugging, uh, you know, because it was so, you know. And that happened, you know. Let me just, I'll get back to Charlotte in a second. But just because I have live action I'm watching here or, you know, video I'm watching here from WWE, from WrestleMania. You know, like right now, it's like Nakamura's probably going to, he's taking a knee and he's handing the, the WWE Championship to AJ, like out of respect. So, the thing is, like you know, we've seen that more and more as the past several years of the showing respect towards each other, where people are shaking hands with each other and stuff like that, and and you know what I mean. I I smell a low blow coming here from Nakamura, guys. And there it is. Um, <laughs> I got Mike. Are you watching this fight? Yeah. So uh, bought up, Mike. <laughs> Mike, did I lead you a little too much, there, bro? <laughs> no, we're actually a little ahead of you. Oh, oh, the video's just. Oh, okay, all right. So. I didn't know that. (laughs) I could see there was a a low blow coming, and sure enough, it came. But um, (laughs) so we're going to get a little more heel. We're going to get some heel Nakamura as I just started talking about how respectful guys are being towards each other. Next thing you know, the guy hits him with a low blow, Yambag City, as we call that. So uh, (laughs) anyway, you're seeing that more and more in the business, though, where you're seeing handshakes more and hugs and the men competitors, the female competitors. And it's cool. It's showing you. That's kind of how it is behind the scenes, and, and now it's in the forefront, where there is that respect for each other. Because when you go out there and you battle and you get physical and you perform and and you put your body and you on the line and you trust your body to your opponent and your po- your opponent gives his body to you, you know you build a uh, it builds a certain uh, a brotherhood or I guess a sisterhood in regards to the females you know, that you can't explain, and that's why it is a very interesting and, and close bond of a fraternity of most wrestlers worldwide, so, uh, because of that, because it's a business built on trust, and, you know, I'm pulling back the curtain a little bit on that, I mean, that's probably not a big secret to some of the more hardcore fans of wrestling, but, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's it's something that's cool to see, but, they went a different route here with Nakamura as he's getting as he's getting some heel heat on AJ Styles. All right, anyway, so I'll get into getting more detail about that Charlotte Oscar match and obviously Ronda Rousey. Get to your phone calls too at 855 212 4227. Special edition of the Taz Show covering WrestleMania. Be right back. Back here, you got a special edition of the Taz Show right here covering WrestleMania as Cesaro and Sheamus are on their way out to the ring. I want to let you know that CBS Sports Radio toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% more, or more, I should say, on your car insurance. So uh, there you have it. Uh, So just to recap real quick for you guys, uh, jumped on the air here. About 20 minutes ago, live at 11 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 206, streaming at Tasho.com. Video, live videos there, and uh, the show's still going on. So uh, yeah, uh, we got uh, we got a bunch of people on hold. So we'll get to the phones in a second. I was fixing to get into talking a little bit more about Oscar and uh, Charlotte, how great of a match uh, it was for sure, and uh, and talk about Ronda Rousey a little bit. Talk about everything. Talk about all the stuff here on WrestleMania, but. We're going to see who Braun Strowman picks as his partner. For those that listen to the Taz Show podcast on a regular basis, you guys know that I went out on a big, deep, big leap and took a shot and said it's none other than the holster that will be Braun Strowman's partner. By the way, these Mardi Gras gimmicks that are at WrestleMania, they're terrified of Braun Strowman, and it's very funny. I don't even have audio, and it looks very funny. Just seeing these things with these giant heads and the Burger King guy run away from Braun Strowman, it makes me laugh. So I went out on a limb and said it's going to be Hulk Hogan to team with Braun Strowman and uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. So against Sheamus and Cesaro. So we'll see uh, that I could uh, look like a jabroni and be incorrect if that happens uh, right here. I don't know. I hope it doesn't because it would be a little bit embarrassing. So, uh, so hopefully not. But I, I think I, well, Braun Strowman now is going to destroy the set. So that's always interesting. Uh, let's talk to uh, Bill. Bill in New York, you are on a special edition of the Taz Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. What do you say, Bill? Hey, Taz, good moment to you. First call, man. I like it. Thank you so much. You got it, brother. What's up?
2: I'm not really. I've got to tell you, man, WrestleMania so far I think has been great. Yeah. I think uh, Rousey Mouse was great. Her action in the ring was awesome. No doubt. Uh, my only one thing i tell you from a booking standpoint to hear your opinion on it, i tell you that I gonna take a Cena match – I just don't get why build it up like how they have Cena Undertaker to have him just come
3: out and squash Cena in, like, yeah. three minutes.
1: I know. I, you know, I think – no, no, Bill, I mean, him. I think a lot of people think that. I was thinking, too, in my show notes for myself, like, wow, squash. I mean, like, you don't normally see John Cena get squashed, right or wrong, you know, so – Exactly, and you're going to have the legend of the Undertaker come back to fight in pretty much less 15 years, the legend of John Cena. Mm. To have
2: that be a squash – well, don't put it on the card, in my
1: opinion, then. Well, I know. I, I hear you. But they had to put it on the card, Bill. And, and uh, I thank you for calling, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> they had to put it on the card. And I'll tell you why. Because they they do this sometimes, WWE. And, and they mean well. This time I'll put them over. They mean well. They booked themselves in a corner. That's what happens. They booked themselves. So they teased the whole thing. it. with, with taking, They had to pay it off. And I, I said they were going to pay it off. And they did. And Taker, I don't think, is in the physical condition to be able to go in the ring for too long. So they probably agreed that John would just take all the bumps and just get squashed. And maybe they'll come back and they'll get some kind of a a rival going with Cena and Taker. But I don't think it'll be something you'll see on SmackDown or Raw every week. I think it'll be just like for big shows that you'll see, you know, uh, Taker and under, uh, Undertaker and uh, John Cena do something. But it definitely was surprising. But I, I think they did it for, like I said, the physical perspective of that the uh, Undertaker just can't go and go in there and, and have a regular match where John Cena bumps around a little bit and stuff like that. It, it, you know, Taker, a, for a guy who's been through he's been what he's been through with his body in all the years, uh, you know, he looks good. He does. He physically looks good, but... You know, I know his knees are shot a little bit, his hips, so, you know, he's a big dude. I've wrestled him years ago, and, uh, you know, those bigger, taller guys that are huge, you know, all the years of bumping. It takes a toll on their body, so I think that was part of it, too. I actually think John Cena probably did the right kind of business, and the company probably wanted him to just get squashed like that just to have, you know, take and make that appearance. I, I got a feeling maybe, and I couldn't hear the commentary while that happened with Cena and um and Taker, but I have a funny feeling that maybe it's not, not the last we see of those two together. Now, so back to what's happening live here. Uh, I, again, I can't hear the audio. So um, uh, Mike or, 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 or Stu in there, if you guys heard what, what Braun said, I, he obviously didn't announce it. He's, he he's going to pick a partner from this, the crowd. I guess that's what he said because he's looking around the audience. Again, I – I apologize to you guys listening to me or watch me, because I can't obviously listen to the audio while I'm broadcasting on the radio. So, uh, but we'll see what happens. So, Brown looks like he's looking for a part, and he's looking in the audience, and he pointed to someone. So, uh, uh, it's probably not Hulk Hogan. So, uh, <laughs> I don't think Hulk Hogan be sitting in the crowd. So, yeah, he's pointing to somebody. Oh, he's pointing to the ring announcer, it looks like. I don't know what he's doing. but uh, But... <laughs> But we'll see. Let's talk to Andrew New Jersey. Andrew, you're on uh, the special edition of the TAS Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Andrew?
4: Hey, good moment, Taz. What's going on?
1: How are you, my friend? What's going on, buddy?
4: I'm doing awesome, and this turned out to be a better WrestleMania than I ever expected to be.
1: That's pretty cool, right? It. I think that's re- I thought it was a really good show thus far. I, ha- I had a
4: very low expectation, and it well exceeded my expectations. And that Charlotte Oscar match was phenomenal, dude. And I got to so
1: tell you, I got to tell you, I think so far that might be my favorite match so far. I got to be honest a- with you.
4: Absolutely, and and they threw a curveball. Everybody thought Oscar was going to win, and she wound up losing. And Charlotte came out on the victor, and yep, yep. and. She
1: put it in, bro. She was awesome. They worked hard. Some of those physical spots in that match were insane. Andrew, thank you for calling, my friend. Some of those spots they did were very, very – to watch women do that, man, it's – and elite athletes, these two girls, Asuka and Charlotte, and it was like – I was worried about them. They did some crazy stuff. So, again, back to what's going on in WrestleMania. So it looks like Braun picked himself – it's a young girl. It looks like a little kid. That he's going to have as his partner. Because um, he technically has to have a partner. Uh, it's a little kid with long hair. Is this a girl? Boy? We know what's going on here with this hair? I don't know. It's kind of, you never know. Kids have crazy hair today in this day and age. These kids, they're wild. Unlike my day where we all had crew cuts. Clippers, we buzzed our hair. We all just, you know, cropped Hair Jones. That's what we did. We didn't run around with long hair. So this kid is coming into the rings going to be Braun Strowman's partner. This kid looks terrified. Do we know the kid's name, Mike? Do we have a name, Stu, of the kid? Can we just make one up, Bob? I don't know. Just, you know, Jenny? I don't even know this kid's, kid's name. I'm not sure. Hey, uh, what do we got here? We got. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, we're to talk to Anthony. Right, take two, Anthony in Connecticut. You were on a special edition of the Taz Show. Uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? Taz, your number one fan from the K Rock
3: Tryout Days uh, up in Connecticut. I always call you. How you doing, buddy?
1: Oh my God, I remember that. How you doing, man? What's going on?
3: Hey, I got a question for you. I was watching with my daughter. She's four years old. She wanted to watch the women's Royal Rumble match, or what it, you know, whatever you want to call it. The, yeah. uh, you know, over the top. Uh, About
1: a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: I got a question for you. Why did Becky Lynch come out to her music, and then all of a sudden everyone else got uh, put into the ring, and then they did Sasha and they did Bailey. They did, it seemed like they were going to do some sort of Royal Rumble thing, but then they changed their mind because of time constraints.
1: Was that possible? I don't think it was that. I, it's called star power, bro, and that's why they did that. The, the girls that they're pushing more, right. the girls that have a legitimate TV time invested, they're the ones they got to give entrances to. Right. You know, but your observation is correct, and and I agree with you. But that's why they did that, Aunt. But uh, good good observation. But yeah, that's why. And thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Good to hear from you again. It's been a while. You know what I mean. So yeah, uh, back to this live deal here. So Braun has this kid on the apron and he is now uh, just throwing the gigantic Sheamus around like his little bitty baby. So uh, this is what <laughs> this guy Braun Strowman, he's an animal this guy, he's a monster for sure. It goes without saying. So uh so anyway, we'll get back to I'm going to get back to the calls here in a little while. Uh 855-212-4227 react more to WrestleMania. We're going to be until 2 a.m. Eastern. Have uh, several guests coming up. All right, we are back here live. My name is Taz. This is a special edition of the Taz Show, WrestleMania special. WrestleMania post show. Uh, be here till 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on CBS Sports Radio, on Sirius XM Channel 206. That's the home of CBS Sports Radio. That's our channel here. All our great programming 24-7 right there. On CBS Sports Radio on Sirius XM Channel 206. Also, if you want to watch the live video stream of this particular episode, um, the special I'm doing, you can check it out at TazShow.com, live free video, T-A-Z-S-H-O-W.com. Tomorrow, there will be the VOD, video on demand of the show, so you can watch, post, you know, Gimmick Jones video. You can also call the show, 855-212-4227. A lot of folks are on hold. I will get to you guys. So, we just saw something crazy. <laughs> Braun Strowman is now one half of the tag team titles with a 10-year-old kid named Nicholas. So congrats to Nick! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and also, right now, I want to I say hello to all of you is, uh checking us out right now and say welcome uh, on CBS Sports HQ. Uh, so you're listening, you're watching, I should say, The Taz Show, a special WrestleMania edition, uh, reacting to WrestleMania as they're getting ready to do their main event. So we're right here doing a special edition of the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. And uh, we've been talking, uh, so far we've been talking about the SmackDown Women's title, the very physical match between Charlotte and Oscar, where the title did not change hands there. But uh, thus far, uh, we've seen WrestleMania uh, five title changes, I believe. The Intercontinental title, the United States Championship uh, was changed, the tag championships, the Raw Women's title, and now the Raw Tag Team titles. With Braun Strowman and a 10 year old kid. And we're getting ready to check out Roman Reigns is going to uh, get a shot at the Universal title by uh, Brock Lesnar uh, with Paul Heyman by his side. That's going to happen in a second. And that whole thing is interesting because, you know, I believe the scuttlebutt is that Brock's contract is basically expiring, I believe, either tonight or tomorrow, uh, sometime this week, including Paul Heyman's also. So there's been a lot of speculation that, well, he's probably going to drop the title to Roman Reigns, which will probably have that whole Superdome in the wall and 78,000 people, whatever it is, booing because a lot of people love to hate Roman. Uh, also, it didn't help that uh, Dana White, uh, for the, the big boss, the big cheese of USC on Wednesday, I believe it was, this past Wednesday, he basically said, yeah, Brock Lesnar's going to come back to uh, UFC. Well, that's great. That kind of upcuts what WWE's trying to do. So if they're trying to make it a little surprise that the guy lose the title because he's riding off into the sunset, uh, you know, Dana White, who happened to be sitting there at WrestleMania supporting Ronda Rousey, which I'll get into Ronda's performance in a little bit and take your calls about Ronda because I got to tell you, she shocked the world and she kicked butt. Uh, and she did much better than I thought she'd do. But in a little bit here, I'll get into breaking down uh, in detail about Ronda Rousey, so uh, what I thought of that. So uh, the last guy I remember them, but it was as a heel, as a bad guy, that they were trying to push, and they pushed hard. I mean, there might be someone else, but you, just if I could think off the top of my head, it'd be the great Khali. He's the last giant monster-type guy they pushed, but again, he was just a straight heel. This guy here, Braun Strowman, he is just, they've built him as a killing machine monster, but he has a likability about him. To, to the point of that to, like you just said speakerphone Jones he's got a he's got now a, a tag team partner one half of the tag team champions is Nicholas Nicholas a 10 year old kid now I, I predicted it was going to be Hulk Hogan. Now I was obviously way off but I want to say I think there's a similarity between that 10 year old kid and Hulk Hogan right What's Hulk's real name? Terry Boley okay. Yeah, uh, there's something with Nicholas involved with Hulk, and I can't remember what it is, so I'll move on. Uh, Derek in Boston, <laughs> you on CBS Sports Radio, special edition of the Taz Show. What do you say there, Derek? Hey, what's going on there, Taz? What's going on, buddy? Nothing, a hey. longtime Taz Show fan, used to
3: call in all the time. I'm, I'm, I am couldn't be happier with what you're doing every day. I listen to Taz and the Moose every day.
1: You're doing great, man. My man, thank you, Derek. I appreciate it. What's going on? You like Mania so far? What's up? This is one of the best manias I've seen. In the I years. know. I know. I agree. I mean, <laughs> from, the, from the
3: set to the crowd, usually the crowd has, like, these lulls. I feel like they've been on fire the whole night. Ooh,
1: you know, I've, yeah. I've
5: enjoyed the hell
1: out of it. It's been great, man. Uh, I, I, I One of my favorite matches, probably my favorite, like I said earlier, was the Charlotte match with Oscar. I'll ask you, Definitely. what was yours? What's yours?
3: Um, I would say that. And then the Ronda Rousey. Kurt Angle tag
1: match. It's good stuff. You know
3: that had me hook line and sinker the whole time. I didn't expect that match. I didn't to Be anywhere near as good as it was,
1: Derek. I completely agree, and I think I thank you for calling, buddy. Uh, I I, uh, I completely agree, man. I don't know. Um, I don't. I I, I know kind of what they did there with that. Uh, I am a little. Um, I'm a little weird to explain what I because I'm you know I'm a little old school and I don't want to get into too much detail. Like I'm kind of weird with this stuff, like with the Rhonda stuff. Listen, she did great. She did. Don't get me wrong. Oh, wait. I gotta say, Brock Lesnar's coming out. I said I'd do this live. Well, here comes the pain. For those that remember, I used to say that when Brock came out, well, I just gave you a live one. <laughs> I don't know if my timing was right because I can't hear the music. But anyways, um, what I, uh, uh, what I was saying was um, uh, I don't. Um, uh, for me, like what Ronda, she did great, and the way that match was put together, and that's what I'm saying, put together, was put together great. She worked hard, so did Triple H, so did Hunt, uh, so did uh, Kurt, and obviously Stephanie did too. And I'll get into the details of it because we got plenty of time here. But I got to tell you, I, I, I I'm curious to see how going forward they what they do with her. Um, I <sighs> I'm a little hesitant to say what I want to say, but I have to say it. And it's not me being negative, because I love the match, and I'm happy for the girl. She did great. Congrats to Ronda Rousey. Seriously. She did, she did a zillion times better than everybody thought she was going to do. Here's my thing with this. I just feel like everything was, and I don't, I don't say the word choreographed. I, that's not my thing. I don't say that word. I don't say the F word. And I'm not talking about the curse word. I'm talking about the F-A-K-E word. I don't like that word. Okay, um, the business is entertainment. It's a show. It's a physical show. Uh, wrestlers are a hybrid of an entertainer, a stuntman, and, a, and an athlete. That's what wrestlers are, okay? So, and, and I got a lot of injuries. I got numbness in my hand, my, my shoulder, my back, and there's nothing fake about that stuff, okay? So <laughs> I've, got, I've been concussed seven times, blown my knee out twice, torn my bicep. I can sit here all night and talk about injuries, and those, those were not fake, I promise. So that's why I get a little offended by that stuff, but I digress. Here's the thing. I feel I feel like that match with, with Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie was a lot of it was just laid out for Ronda Rousey, just in essence, kind of choreographed. That's the only word I can think of right now. And I don't I don't normally say that word about the business. Um, I know why they did it. It's just because she's not able to get in the ring and do something what we call call in the ring. Well, a lot of times, you know, you know, you just you just you just When we say call and the ring, that doesn't mean you're sitting there talking, like, loud to each other. Sometimes you might whisper something to someone or you just can instinctually feel what someone's going to do when you really become a veteran at this thing here. You know, it's not what people think. They think everything is like, ah, they worked out every move. That's no, that's not true. You you don't know what you're talking about. If you think that, I could promise you you're flat dead wrong. Uh, But, again, I'll get into the Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle stuff uh, because it was great. It was great. Um, It was good. Right now they're getting ready to do this live. Main event, Universal Championship, Uh, Brock Lesnar defends against Roman Reigns. So we shall see. And uh, let's talk to Jolly in Cleveland, Ohio. You're on CBS Sports Radio, special edition of the Taz Show. What do you say, Jolly? Hey, Taz, what's going on? What up, buddy? All right, man, I got to tell you, first off, I got two things. Yeah. One,
2: my favorite debut match goes in this order. I got three. Okay. Miss Elizabeth was a debut match, but her debut was awesome.
1: Yes, okay. Uh, I wish they, my second one, of course, it was the, the chameleon of wrestling, Jericho. Right. Oh, his, uh, his debut in WWE? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I remember that. It was His debut was awesome. I agree.
4: And the best one was yours. Ah,
1: uh, Thank God you said me. I would have felt like a jerk if you didn't say me, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right, uh, The Rock. Oh, God. No, no. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that, bro. Seriously. No, I got... Just say it. It's okay, Jolly. Right. It's okay. No, 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 Oscar bro, bro, your name is Jolly. What, what, how worse can it be? Oh, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about
2: Oscar? <laughs> All right, man. I, I'm depressed about that whole situation. I'm getting.
1: Well, what? Are you gone, dude? He's gone. We lost him. We lost him. All right, sorry, Jolly. I guess he's got to get a different carrier. Uh, I had a feeling he was going to say about Oscar he's ticked off because her undefeated streak is gone. That's what I think he was gonna say. I just I've been doing this long enough and and talking to wrestler fans, especially. I had a feeling that's what he was gonna say. So I'm assuming that's it. Okay. And if that's what Jolly was gonna say, I don't be upset that she's not undefeated anymore. It's the best thing for Oscar. It's the best thing for this girl. I said when she left NXT and came with the WWE, she should have been she should have been defeated right away to get, get get that out of the way with her. Because It's uh, you're in a real tough position when you're undefeated, and now they got to think of ways to have you lose. And it happened to me in ECW, and 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 Paul Heyman had to you know have Bam Bam Bigelow put me through a ring in Asbury Park to have me lose, because he built me like indestructible that I can't lose. And uh, you know, and and sometimes you book yourself in a corner. Roman Reigns just landed right on his head. (laughs) Brock gave him a belly to belly suplex on the outside of the ring. And uh, Roman landed on his head a little bit. But I'm sure he's okay. He's a tough dude. He's a big dude. Um, Interesting. uh, Interesting. These guys are getting physical right away. I thought this match, I had a feeling this match was going to be a little shorter. It looks like they're going to put a little time into the son of a gun here, uh, Brock and uh, Roman. So we'll see how this thing goes down. Robert, in Ohio, you are on a special edition of the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Taz? How you doing, man? Good, buddy. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing very well. And listen, you weren't booked
5: tough by Heyman back in E. C. W. You are tough. You're damn God. right. Come on now.
1: You're damn right. That that's a fact. Robert, that's why you're a genius. Uh, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you
5: know, they missed out on a, a great booking opportunity with Nicholas when 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 Strowman went over for the hot tag, he should have jumped off the apron and left him hanging <laughs> and revealed
3: to be a bar member. <laughs> That I would have been, Dude, that would have
1: been awesome. He, he takes the one shirt off. The, and, and Nicholas, and he's got a boss shirt on. That would have been funny. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Robert, good thinking. I like the, the heel kid thing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Uh, yeah, we have a 10-year-old now that's half of the tag team champions. Go figure. Some guys and girls worked their whole careers in life to become champion. This kid, Nicholas, did it. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, right now, Brock Lesnar in complete control And, uh, suplex City Jones is getting a lot of back suplexes on a very large Roman Reigns. So, uh, like I said, I think they're going to put a little time in this thing. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with this. I, like I said, I I don't think anyone's going to be shocked if and when, not to spoil nothing, because I I don't, I don't, I'm not looking at their, I don't know what they're exactly going to do, but I don't, I don't think it's a secret that folks think, like I said earlier, that Brock is probably going to lose the title. So, um, I just, I'd love to be able to hear the audio of 76, 77,000 people in the Superdome booing because that poor Roman Reigns. But I told you guys a long time ago on the Taz show that guy, Roman Reigns, is a draw. He's got the it factor. He is over. I had people fight with me and argue with me. He's not over. He's not over. Over means, for those that are new to like inside terms, over means like he's a star. Like people pay money to see him. No, he's over. He's a star, Roman Reigns. And, no matter if you like them or not, people dig them. So now it looks like uh, Brock, instead of doing suplex cities with the German suplexes, which are back suplexes, he's going with straight over the head, belly to belly suplexes. So, uh, I, you know, I've done a few suplexes in my day. So the over the head, belly to belly suplex will exert more energy out of you, the suplexer, as opposed to a German suplex. That was funny. He just took, Brock just took the shield, the rest of anything off the announce desk and threw the whole thing at one of these announce teams from Guam or whatever they're from, France. I don't know. There's, they have announcers from every part of the world. So I don't know where these particular gentlemen are from, but they just ate the shield of the announcing uh, desk, which was pretty funny. So uh, so that's the deal. So, oh, boy, Roman Reigns is getting his tail whooped. All right, so look, here's the deal. Uh I'm wondering, once uh, we go to break, I, I got a feeling this match is going to go to the top of the hour, which would be midnight Eastern. Okay? Like I said, I'll be here till 2 a.m. and be able to take your calls and talk with you guys and, and uh, talk about WrestleMania and react to everything full. I didn't want to get full into the, into the actual WrestleMania until this particular match we're watching is over. Also, I have a second here. while these two guys are beating each other up. Um, I told you the VOD will drop tomorrow. Uh, at com, if you want to watch this tomorrow, this special, uh, the audio, the podcast version of the show will drop tomorrow also. So, in the morning, I believe, I want to say 7 a.m. Stu, would you, uh, you and Mikey B have a little commu- communication? Yeah, Mikey B's a stud. Well, kind of. Um, maybe that. I don't think Mikey B's ever been referred to as a stud at any time. No. As Stu shaking his head. Never. No. He never <laughs> has. Don't worry about him. He's sleeping. He can't hear us. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to go to break here. Uh, we got guests coming up. I said we got we got Monzo coming up later on from the Mac and the Mods podcast. We got PW Insider's Mike Johnson coming up. Brian Campbell, combat sports writer for CBS Sports. So I'm going to get his thoughts on WrestleMania. He covers the business, the wrestling business. Special edition of the Taz Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. Be right back.
0: It is coming from Brooklyn bringing that truth never gonna lie never gonna lose always on top keeping it steady He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back now Everyone in the world gonna listen to
1: Taz All right, all right, we are back here this live Special edition of the Taz Show. Cover WrestleMania. Just watch this main event. Watch Brock Lesnar retain. Shocked everyone, including me. That Universal title. We got Big Blood too. Hey, we're coming to you live from the Quick Loan Studios. National Mortgage lender. Quick Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. And a mortgage confidently. So yeah, they shocked the world here with this bad boy. Brock Lesnar retaining his championship. As I broadcast you live right now on CBS Sports Radio and all our great affiliates across this country on SiriusXM channel 206. That's on the app also, CBS Sports HQ and TazShow.com. And, uh, you know, uh, right now, just uh, uh, everybody's shocked there in New Orleans, what just happened. We just saw big blood. We saw Brock Lesnar take the, the gloves off his hand and then drive that elbow into the head of. Um, into the upper hairline forehead of Roman Reigns and got big color. Seemed like he hard weighed him. It looked like it. That's what means, you know, straight blood. Crimson mask, as they call it, looked like Roman. They did what they call a false finish. Straight, hardcore spear from Roman Reigns with the blood. His whole face was red. You don't see this much in WWE anymore with the big blood. And next thing you know out of nowhere, F5 by Lesnar retains his universal championship. That's big. That's big. So they either they worked everyone, which I don't think that's the case. I think he's probably going to drop it, meaning Brock the title. He, maybe tomorrow on Raw somewhere. This whole blood thing I'm looking at. What's going on with Roman? that he must have a. I, I don't know what happened either. He, he got cut on his hairline, or I I um I'm not sure if if it was if he did but he had to if he did business on his own or if he if he got hard weight. I, I I didn't see the initial thing when I saw the forearms. But then they did a little cutaway, so that might have been he did some business. But let's leave it at that. And the phone number if you want to call the show and talk about WrestleMania because now it's over. It's Dunsky. Uh, 855-212-4227. That's 855 cbs So uh, we'll get talking WrestleMania with you guys in more detail. Now being at the show is actually uh, over. So... Uh, let's talk to Scott in Boston. You're on a special edition of the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. Scotty, what do you say, kid? Hey, what's up, Taz? How are you, bud? Uh, pretty good. Uh, big fan since the uh, human podcast machine days. Oh wow, thank you, man. All right, that's old school. What's up, bro? Uh,
3: yeah. Um, I mostly wanted to talk about the the Ronnie, Ronda Rousey match. I was pleasantly surprised with it.
1: Me too.
4: Um,
1: Me too.
3: Yeah, she uh,
5: because I kind of wasn't so thrilled watching her up until this point because I thought she was kind of a little too, you know, smiling and waving to the crowd,
1: and I kind of thought that was going to carry over a little bit right into into the match. Well, I think what uh, happened was once you saw, and I agree with you. Uh, I've been I've been kind of ripping the way WWE's been booking her; they've been making her very human uh very approachable and, and, and stuff like that. And now once we saw her, Scott, come out tonight and she she had you know, she's a big was a big fan of the late great Roddy Piper as we know, which is cool. But once she took off the, the kilt and stuff like that and she had on the the her, her her fighting gear, which she normally would fight in in essence, and you see the shape that this girl's in, and you're getting to see her be athletic and be nasty and mean, right? Then you realize, okay, that's the Ronda Rousey I know, right? <laughs> yeah, no. As
6: soon as uh, as soon as she got that tag from Kurt and she exploded on Stephanie, yep. I, I was hooked immediately.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they did and That's and they, exactly they, they, what I wanted. They, no, dude. And hopefully, here's my worry with it, Scott. And we, you know, thank you for calling, buddy. My worry with it is, is that ah, she's she's okay. She's and I, again, I don't want to be pessimistic or negative, but I got I got gotta call like I see it. You know, uh, the deal is this. It's a tag match. She's in there with two legends, like Triple H and Kurt Angle, that's going to make sure she's taken care of. Um, They booked it. This thing looked like every detail was booked. You know, Which, as you get working more, that's not how things go. Like, that's not, you know, I understand she's a big star, and they're trying to protect their investment and protect her. Um, I, I I'll tell you a couple things about the match. Let me stick my teeth in the match before I get to some some phone calls here. Which, by the way, I, I thought it was I really enjoyed this WrestleMania. I thought it was an excellent show. I I can't sit here and rip a lot of it, but but I'm gonna tell you something. Like a couple things here: the Ronda Rousey Kurt Angle tag match against Triple H and Stephanie. Okay, a couple things. Um, I I, uh, I enjoyed the match. It was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be, and I think a lot of people agree with that. Um, I dig the Triple H and Stephanie with the motorcycles. That's cool. But you know what? Other people in the show that are your talent that are on the road all the time, that's where that money should go. Well, what are you talking about, Taz? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss. You know, give, give them, put some money in their entrance instead of in, in, in Triple H and Stephanie's. Put some money in that. Put some money in the talent that you're building. Put some money in their just Make them feel like stars. I, I, don't, I don't need to see Triple H and Stephanie coming out on a chopper or a three-wheel motorcycle or a sidecar with all these three hot, five, six hot chicks on Harleys. Okay? I have no problem with hot chicks on Harleys, but, you know, put the money in somebody else. Don't put the money in, in, in the boss who's 50 and his wife who's, a, who's, a, who's, a, who's a, even a bigger boss. That's my only point with it. Okay, and then maybe that's me nitpicking, but so be it. I nitpick. Okay, uh, Ronda Rousey looked great. Physically, I wasn't shocked that she looked great, but she looked great. She looked great. She did, and she worked really well. They did this match smart. They did, for the bulk of the match, old school heel tag team stuff where Kurt was getting the heat put on him and Ronda could not get involved. The ref would, you know, they're doing stuff. Steph's doing stuff behind the ref's back. I mean, this is like... Old school tag team heel wrestling 101. But it works. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not I'm not complaining about that. Um, my little nitpicking thing is Stephanie clasping her hands to prevent her arm getting locked out more than once against Ronda Rousey. Are you freaking kidding me here? I mean, she's going for what you call the arm bars. It's basically a modified version of a Juji Katami which pro wrestling fans would call a cross-arm breaker. It's a jujitsu, judo armbar, okay? And you 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 know, can tear someone's bicep with it when applied the right way. You watch Ronda, she does it the right way, but your lower body is vital in this armbar. My point in this whole thing is I understand the show, I understand Stephanie heel. Yo, the way I would have went with this thing is that you, every time Ronda, no, actually, you know what? I wouldn't have had Ronda even attempt this armbar until the finish. Don't even go near it. Stephanie should not ever counter anything Ronda does at any time ever. Never, ever, never. It looks ridiculous. Stupid. It really is. Stupid. The on-board at the very end, it worked for sure. The audio of Stephanie, whatever she was saying, no, no, don't do it, or whatever she said, and the announcer's not speaking over it, is by design, it was done right. That was cool. Uh, I do think they would have got even a bigger pop on that finishing arm ball when Steph taps. If you don't go near that arm until that very, very end, even on Triple H. Now, the physicality with Triple H and uh, Ronda was very funny when he said, "Ah, right, you know what? Let's, let's throw hands. Let's go." And Ronda, you know, I got to tell you, Triple H popped me. He was very funny. He was just getting his rear end kicked. He's getting his ass kicked, and it was funny. And it was done. And Triple H, Triple H was out of work, so it was done right. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I will tell you guys this. The one thing that shocked me about this match with Ronda, Kurt, Triple H, and Steph was several times the man-on-woman physicality shocked me. We saw Triple H pull Ronda Rousey out of the ring. We saw Kurt Angle say, what the hell, I and mean, I'll put Stephanie in an ankle lock. That stuff surprised me very much. All the years I worked for WWE, and after they stay clear of any violence, would you know, even though it's a, it's a show of a man, any kind of violence towards a woman, I think they did. They were okay with it because this is on their network. This is not on their TV network. This is not on meaning the USA network. So I get why they did it. You know why they were cool with doing it. Um, I was just surprised. I was just very surprised they did that. Again, it's Stephanie and Triple H. So I'm just being honest. Like. You know, they they pull out all the stops. You know, they're the bosses. I'm just saying there's a little bit of an agenda there, let's be honest. I mean, hence why they got motorcycles with hot chicks on Harleys. I mean, so it's like, you know, it's it's a, it's a little agenda Jones, as I like to call it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It don't matter. The match was really good. Um, I, I just thought that Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, going for arm bars, they, they shouldn't have Ronda do that too much towards Steph. Stephanie should try once to clasp her hands, and, and that should go into the finishing. Boom! It's like two seconds. You're done. I mean, it shouldn't even be close. I know for me, with the Taz mission, uh, you know, and I didn't have anywhere near the the, the the credibility to the level of Ronda. I mean, Ronda Rousey's you know former UFC champ and all this jazz. But I'm just saying, like, yo, know, I very rarely would go to put that Taz mission on, and you blocked it or counted it ever. Only time I did it for the most part was with Sabu when you know years later. And our feud was heavy and we're going into the pay-per-view or whatever we were doing. Otherwise, nobody was countering that thing. Nobody was blocking it. No, I protected that hold. And the company protected the hold. Um, and, and the guys I worked with protected the hold. You know, because that's business. So I, I, I just, I, you know, I just think that you got to, um, especially because this thing is so new for Ronda. She did great. And I think here's, again, this is going to sound very negative, but I, people now are going to expect all her matches to be this good. I have to be honest. I I hope, I, I really hope that all her matches are even better than this. I think it's going to be hard to do. Not every match is going to have guys like Kurt Angle, guys like Triple H in the match, and people that have heat on them, like Stephanie, character heat. You know, she's a McMahon. She's Finch's daughter. She's got heat. She knows how to get heat. Steph's a very, really, really, really good heel. You know, if you put you know, if you put Ronda in a match, what, I ah, don't you know, maybe, maybe it's a bad example. You know, I don't know. You put in a match with Sonya Deville. I mean, I, and I'm a fan of Sonya. I think they'll have a good match, but you got to really... It seemed to me, as a former wrestler, and I did this for a lot of years, a lot of the stuff they had Ronda do was it was worked out. There was very, extremely minimal, if any, ad-libbing. And a huge part of the allure and the illusion of professional wrestling done the right way is the ad-libbing, is the being spontaneous, is the we don't need to work out every single move that we're going to do. There's no need to do that. Um, But, you know, with someone as new as this girl, I guess they have to. Um, Again, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just giving my honest opinion. Do I think she's going to have a successful WWE career? Yes. One of the main reasons is she cares about it, Rhonda. She's passionate. You could tell. She's invested in this. You could see she cares about this. This is not a money grab for her. She's dialed in. Yo, She's dialed in, I'm telling you. And the other reason is she's going to be successful is because WWE will make sure she is successful. She's an investment. She's going from the shoot world into the work world. So that's, you know, WWE knows. Vince knows. Stephanie knows. That's, you know. She's that's a that's a big leap of faith for Ronda to do that, you know. So I, I, I I'm just saying, like I I think she's gonna do good, but I just don't think fans should expect all of her matches to be as exciting and great as this one was, because she's so green, man. She's I'm just telling you, it takes a long time to learn how to do this the right way. I promise you that, and you're not in there all the time where people have the heat and the star power of Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Stephanie. Okay. So on that note, I'm going to go to break here. Uh, other the side of break, take your calls. The phone lines are jammed. Uh, if you can't get through, I'm sorry. Just keep trying. I'll get to everybody. I promise you that. 855-212-4227. This is a special edition of the TAS Show. Uh, we got Brian Campbell coming up within the hour. Combat sports writer for CBS Sports. Uh, he's a big part of CBS Sports HQ. Also, we'll talk with Brian a little bit and uh, get to your phone calls. Sit tight, guys. Be right back. TAS Show. My mic on me. That's my fault. I don't normally take the blame. I usually lack accountability. Hey, it's Taz. It's the Taz Show Special Edition. Uh cover WrestleMania. That's what we're doing right here up until 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio and on Sirius XM. That's channel 206. That's even on the app. Uh, some portion of the show will be covered also video-wise by CBS Sports HQ. And uh spend a little bit here, we'll have Brian Campbell, combat sports writer for CBS Sports, and he also does a lot of business with CBS Sports HQ. We'll talk to Brian about WrestleMania. He covers the wrestling business. Get to our busy phones in a second. Speaking of phones, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227. is brought to you by GEICO. Hey, everyone. Here's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. You need, uh, what do you call that there? Home, home uh, rental or motorcycle insurance. Well, you need that also. Very simple. Get it all at GEICO.com. GEICO does great stuff. Uh, big fan of GEICO. Uh, with that all being said, let's speak to Andrew in Queens. That's New York, by the way. You're on a special edition of the TAS Show, my friend, on CBS Sports Radio. What do you say, buddy? Well, first time, long time, Jones over here, Oh, first time, long time. I wish I had my ding. I don't have my uh, my sound effects store. All right, well, what's going on, big guy? Well, you know, uh, I was really surprised by the finish of the whole show. I mean, I really thought, like
4: everyone else, Roman was going to win. Yep. And... and I think they surprised us all, but I
2: want to know if it's too little, too late. Because to me, it kind of reminded me of the Austin turn when he was bleeding with Brett in the submission, and that kind of shifted the fans towards him. So I'm thinking if maybe they're trying to do the same with Roman, but after maybe three or four
4: years of all this strong push for him, will mm. the fans now get behind him as a face?
1: Uh, well, it could be. I. I think they're just going to – I think the way WWE goes into stuff, and, Andrew, uh, we thank you for calling, buddy. Appreciate it. I I think WWE – yeah, you see guys turn heel, baby face, which is for those that are new to these terms. That's good guy, bad guy, okay? So I I, I don't think that's what they're doing with Roman Reigns. I mean, again, I couldn't hear the commentary because I was live on the radio here. So if I heard the commentary, maybe I'd think different. But from watching the video, the visual end of it, I don't think that's what they're going to do. Um, I I think they're gonna leave Roman in that lane that he's in, and I think he's gonna get that title. I don't know what they're doing. What I, I like, you, dude. I thought I thought it was gonna happen uh, tonight, but it didn't happen. It was a very it was a very surprising finish, and the match to me looked like it was a pretty good match. It took some crazy bumps there. You know, the F five on the table that Roman uh, took by Brock was pretty crazy. Hey, uh, Dan in Illinois, you're on a special edition of the Tash Show on CBS Sports Radio. What would you say, Danny? Hey, uh, so
6: I want to talk about uh, Brock and uh Roman for a second. Yes. Um I have a feeling that this is gonna all lead to Chicago. Rock already have break breaking CM Punk's record and uh Roman's gonna win the money in the bank, cash it in and end this uh
1: hellish uh monster streak that uh that Rock has uh set. It could be. I, I it could be. Um do you want to see that? I'm curious. Do you want to see them go that long and go Brock and Wall? I personally don't want to see it anymore. I, I was well, I, fine I, with him getting the title tonight, and, and I love Brock. He's my friend, but I, I'm a little yeah. tired of the angle. i got to be honest with you.
6: Well, I think, yeah, I think it will bring, like, so much heat on Brock just having this, the this strap for so long and then having him break in, like, CM Punk's record. Then also, Money in the Bank is going to be in Chicago this year on top of it. Plus, UFC is also going to be in Chicago. So, CM Punk is probably going to hear about this like nonstop on top of it.
1: Yeah, I, you know, Dan, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you could be right, bro, but I don't think that CM Punk or any of his thoughts or his records involve with any of them. I don't think they care, but thank you for calling. I mean, I, I respect what you're saying. I don't – my instincts and in my gut tell me that's not the case. You could be right, and if you're right, I'll say you're right. I mean, I don't think that's the case. I don't – I think CM Punk for the WWE is in the rearview mirror. I mean, yeah. CM Punk's gonna he's going to fight soon, uh, uh, UFC. Uh, Ike, when is he – do you know when he's supposed to fight? It's supposed to be June 9th, UFC 225. His opponent is announced. I can't remember the cat's name, though. Uh, I think it's Mike Sanchez. Let I me think, double check. I think you might be right. That rings a bell. Yeah, I'm not sure, but – so I mean that's I mean that's you know Punk's doing his thing. He's trying to evolve in that world of of MMA, and I don't think he's going to be you know messing around. Uh, but I, I I don't think they care about the record. I, I, they might, but I don't I don't think they do. I just don't. I think they – you know I I, I I thought Brock was be going away. That's what I heard. I mean deal is coming to an end. But maybe maybe uh, Paul Brock and the WWE working us. I don't think I don't think what's his name was working us. Uh, Dana White, he's saying that oh Brock's coming back to UFC soon. So, I mean that's he's gotta train for that, Brock. That's a whole different type of training. Hey, Nick in Michigan, you're on a special edition of the Taz show right here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Nick? How's it going? Uh, yeah. Doing a radio show. What's going on with you? Uh,
6: good. Uh, I just was kind of peeing up back off the other guy, uh, with uh Brock and Roman. I mean, I just I felt like tonight was kind of a ways leading up to that end match, just because
7: I mean it's the same thing we've seen over and over again. Hold on, you
5: wait, know,
1: wait, wait, Nick, let me slow you down, brother. Did you you did not no, like I this? No, let me just ask you a question. You didn't like the match?
7: I didn't. I I just felt like you know it's kind of the same thing I've seen over and over again with you know Brock coming out and then you know destroying you know whoever's in his way and then he's out again and then we don't see him for you know another couple months. I mean. Don't get me wrong, I think Brock's electric and you know right. I've liked him before, but I just think this is getting to a point where I'm
1: a little tired of it. I'd like to see something new. No, I don't blame you. And I I do think he's going he's gonna be going away. I, I just think they wanted yeah. to swerve I just Nick, I think they wanted to swerve the audience tonight. And they I think they did. I think they want everybody yeah. everybody thought that including me, thought Brock was doing you know the honors and losing the title and, and they didn't do that. So I think some fans might be pissed off because, you know, some fans, Nick, when they think it's going to go one way and it doesn't, they get mad. Yeah. Is that like you? No, I agree. <laughs> Are you like uh, that? <laughs> no, no. I mean,
7: I wasn't angry. Like, it's just I wanted – I, I expect I mean Okay, okay. I, I, I like the curveballs, obviously. It keeps it exciting, but you know, that's the key I, but
1: I I understand what you're saying about Brock. I mean he is electric, but I understand, you know, you want something new. I, I get it. Nick, uh, I appreciate you calling, dude. Thanks very much. Uh we're gonna continue with our busy calls and have several guests as I mentioned coming up uh soon here. Back here with this special edition of the Taz Show covering WrestleMania and taking all your phone calls here at 855-212-4227. Phone lines are jammed up. Just be patient, guys. I'll get to all of you. I promise. Going to be on the air here till 2 a.m. Eastern, live on CBS Sports Radio and affiliates across this great country of ours. Also on SiriusXM channel 206. Um, throughout the show, CBS Sports HQ's jumping in. And TazShow.com is working great for the live video. Little issue with the mobile of TazShow.com. So if you're doing it from your phone, you might have a little problem. So I apologize for that. Uh, They have a a plethora of tech team members working. It says there's close to 600 people across the country trying to fix that. Might be a slight exaggeration. All right, let me uh, bring in one of our guests here. Uh, My man, Brian Campbell, combat sports writer for CBS Sports. You can also check him out on CBS Sports HQ. Brian, what's going on, my man? Des, inside the dome right now. Fired up, man. Oh. You know, a little, little,
7: <laughs> little post-mania hangover here. I'm feeling it right now.
1: So listen, you're, you're down there in New Orleans, Orleans, New Orleans, whatever the hell they call it, and uh, I wrestled down there a whole bunch, but never in the big building. I wrestled in that little building next door, which actually isn't that little, but next to the Superdome, it looks little. <laughs> this is an impressive structure inside. Like, it was, it was pretty
7: overwhelming to walk into. It, it's really the, the perfect place to house this type of event. You have good seats. Where do where, where they put you? You know, it was up in the press box, but unlike last year in Orlando, it was an open press box. So you really got to feel, you know, one with the crowd and really sort of experience what was happening. And I thought the set, I don't pop for sets, right? Right. But this set was incredibly It was cool, man. It was like cool.
1: It. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. I agree. The way they did, and it was nice to see Pyro again. You know, we haven't seen Pyro in a long time at WWE, so I'm sure that felt cool live, the Pyro.
7: Yeah, I mean, if you were over 50, you were probably suspect to a heart attack in the <laughs> press box because that pyro was
1: that, that surprising and explosive every single time. No, all my years in WWE, you know, we all had pyro, and it was always happening. And they used to warn people before the show, just, you know, uh, just be careful. These 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 loud explosions will come out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what was the what was the best reaction in the building? Bring us in the building. I'm assuming, Brian, Daniel Bryan, what do you think?
7: No, I'm going to tell you straight up, the best reaction in the building was Ronda Rousey, and I didn't think so coming in. You know, I Mm. was pretty down on that. I I thought, look, I thought she would overachieve in the ring, but I certainly didn't love every aspect of how she was presented in this build-up. I question whether the crowd would truly buy her as the All-American, you know, sweetheart, if you will, coming off of some of that hangover feeling of how she lost her UFC matchups and, you know,
0: some of her,
7: her poor media moments in the past few weeks, but... Look, they could not have set her up to, to succeed any better in this match. And it's not just the three people around her. It's how expertly I thought this, this match was booked. They had the crowd eating out of the palm of their hand. And, you know, Taz, they did it with classic tag team booking. Oh, yeah. And ev- every time you thought that finish was coming, and you would have been fine with the finish each time you thought it was coming, they escalated it to another level. And I thought Rousey, for as green as she is, her timing, I thought, is what won her over with the fans. She was where she needed to be. She had the right intensity at every moment. I think overall, on a night that I really believe stands out and is arguably a top five WrestleMania, I think she was the
1: enduring moment. She received the biggest pop. She's that face you're going to think of when you think of 34 from years to come. Okay, uh, I, I respect that. The only thing I was saying earlier, Bryce. So check it out. I just think the only thing I think I, I was saying, the fans, the wrestling fans, just don't. I don't be negative, but don't expect all her matches to be this good. You know, she's in there with two people that are legends in Triple H and um, Kurt Angle. So, I mean, you can't expect that. And and, and it, a lot of this match was there wasn't much for me as a former competitor and trainer. I could tell you there wasn't a lot of ad-libbing, and, and a big chunk of what our business is is ad-libbing. But we'll see. No, uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah.
7: This was set up for her to succeed in every
1: way. Absolutely. You're right. I think she was going to have a lot of –
7: She's gonna have to really show us what she's made of moving forward. Yes. But, look, when you make a debut like this, you have to deliver, and I think she over delivered. So I think that's the positive of the night. Nice.
1: I do. I just hope she, I, it's gonna be hard for the follow up. But WWE, when they want to protect you, they will, and they, they're gonna take care of her. I, I, she's got that hit factor. She's a star. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm sure you felt that you when you were there. You basically said that. What about the? Uh, I was man. You know, I'll tell you what. I don't know how it felt when you were there live, but watching uh, streaming on the WWE Network, uh, Charlotte versus Asuka, man, this was physical, and I, I got a feeling the people in the Dome were love on it. They love this match, and they had perfect reason to, because both of these women sold out. I
7: mean, you know, you talk about emptying the jar, risking it all. They did that. In, in 13 minutes, you don't really have the time to put on an A-plus, five-star classic a lot of times. Right. I thought this was as close to a – perfect women's match on the stage of WrestleMania, as you could expect. You know, you had the storyline coming in with the unbeaten streak against the star power of Charlotte. But every aspect of this match, I thought, stood out to me, from the physicality to to how how crisp they worked off of each other. I thought the fans ate up this match. Look, this was a great crowd. This was a crowd that I thought really responded to, to the times when they needed to. And I thought this match was one of those early highlights where you had to stop yourself, maybe midpoint of this card, and go, are we on pace to an all-timer here? Like, are we really building towards something? And I think this match, you know, off that, that strong IC title triple threat to start, really built that momentum.
1: Yeah. No, I, well said. I, I agree with you. And then just watching from afar, it felt like that. Um, and definitely the physicality of that match, those two girls, you got to tip your cap to them, even though the title didn't change to Oscar and undefeated Shriek, I mean, was there a, a kind of a gasp uh, when you were there live that, oh, my God, Oscar actually lost the match type thing? There was, because, look, when you're coming in, you're trying to predict what
7: WWE is thinking, you know, booking-wise. The main thing about Asuka's, on unbeaten streak, it kind of felt to me, was how much do they value breaking it? Do they value it enough where they would leave it out there for another six months to, to maybe a year to set up Ronda Rousey to be the one to break it, right? Submission versus submission game. If not, Charlotte was the only one with the type of star power where it would have meant something. And I think, you know, breaking glass early in this case it worked. This is the right stage for an unbeaten streak that, that they've spent, what, you well, know, yeah, almost two, two, two well, and a half the, years.
1: Be, correct. And to be honest, uh, I think that they, they broke the undefeated streak at the right time because it was getting to a point, in my opinion, Brian, that it was like, I, I don't care anymore. You know, it gets to a point where oh. it's like someone could be undefeated too long and it gets to a point where it's like no one cares. You know what I mean? That you could know, happen.
7: You're right. And they may have tipped their hand in advance and us not realizing it on Raw every week. Asuka defeated a giant star, whether it was Bailey, Banks, along the way that you're like, this should have been a pay-per-view match. Why is this on Raw? And looking back, you sort of understand why.
1: Yeah, true. You know what I like too, uh, Brian? I I like the fact that they kind of um – they swerved the audience a little bit. They swerved from the bottom. You know, like okay, what, what everybody in their mother thought that that Roman Reigns was going to become the universal, universal champ. That didn't happen. Everybody in their mother thought that either Daniel Bryan would turn on Shane or Shane would turn on Daniel Bryan. That didn't happen. You know, so they kind of they kind of swerved people a little bit, and I yeah, I think no that's passion, good. It's right? right? good, right? right? Yeah, I like that. I like that, too. Look, let's get right to that main
7: event. I thought that was absolutely brilliant booking and look, like anybody else. I've been as critical of Vince and the creative team as possible in the handling of Roman Reigns. I thought just even the handling of this WrestleMania build in general I thought was very tame, very vanilla. When you consider the talent you know, in front of them, the, the pawns on the chessboard, but how beautiful and perfect was that type of swerve down the stretch where they had— Controlled us the entire main event match inside the dome. I don't know if you can hear it on the network. This crowd turned on this match. So out of control from CM Punk chants to we want Nicholas to two beach balls floating around. Every, every time Roman kicked out of an F5, it built and you're starting to say, is Vince really that tone deaf? Like, is, could this possibly be happening? Because I don't think I can remember in modern times a main event that had been set up a full year in advance where every decision that was made in the past year was set up for Roman to finally kick out of that F5 and win. Well, he didn't kick out of one F5, right? He kicked out about five, five of them. Yeah. That angered the crowd, but
1: wow. You know what happened, Brian, said, I couldn't, yes. Brian? Brian, I, I was on the air live, so I, I had a, we had the audio down in the studio. So I, I couldn't hear the, those things you saying happened. That's pretty funny, though. I couldn't hear it. I only oh. watched it. Yeah, I didn't hear it.
7: This was going to be WrestleMania 20 all over again, Taz. This was going to be, you know, yeah. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg getting booed out of the building. And, <laughs> and I, it's just good to see that Vince has one more trick up his sleeve, because I call this the most predictable main event in WrestleMania since, name the last one, right? Hogan Bundy, name the last WrestleMania main event. Where you felt hundred percent, you knew which guy was going to win and how he was going to do it. Right. Thank right. you, Vince, for having one more trick up your sleeve.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, hey, Vince. You know, Vince. Hey, he. <laughs> he. Uh, the older he gets, the wiser he gets. Well, Brian, listen, man. I appreciate you jumping on here for a little bit, brother. Um, you know, tell people where they can find you on Twitter, if you don't mind. Yeah. Follow me at
7: B Campbell CBS. Check me out weekly on the In This Corner podcast. Wherever you find fine
1: audio. All right, Brian. Listen, man. Appreciate you, kid. Thank you so much. Thanks. Take care, buddy. Right, there you go. Brian Campbell right there. See, a uh, combat sports writer for CBS Sports, and that's how you have it. So there you have it, uh, rocking and rolling, uh, kicking butt, taking names. That's what we do right here. So, hey, uh, Jake in North Dakota, you are on a special edition of the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What do you say, Jake? What's up, Taz? How um, you doing, buddy? I just want to talk about uh, Taker and Cena. I thought it was great.
6: Uh, on my Twitter, I've been reading a lot about people who hated it. It was too short. It was just the right length, I think. And I think it was a had a lot to do with Cena won that moment with Taker. And Vince won the dead man to go over one more time before he ended his career. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah,
1: no, I I, I mean, uh, some people called earlier, Jake, and they would complain and say, nah, you know, this was basically a squash match where Cena got squashed. You know, I um, uh, appreciate you calling, Jake. I I didn't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with what happened because, I, you know, sometimes um, you got to do the honors. And, and I, I don't think Taker's in a position where he's going to sit around and uh, take a bunch of bumps and take a five knuckle shuffle and let's work around and reverse out of uh, the STF or whatever Cena calls his submission that he does. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think I don't think Undertaker looking to do that. I, you know, he probably said to Vince, look, I'm going to be there. I, I'm not taking. I can't take bumps. I got this going on, that going on. I can't you know do a full blown match and and knowing Cena because Cena, you know, he's not a. I, I don't. I know John for a long time and. The John Cena I know, you know, is a very uh, actually humble guy. So a guy who, you know, I I could see Cena saying, and I know both these men, uh, you know, I could see Cena saying, take her, whatever you want to do, man. I mean, just bump me around and beat me. I I could see that happening. That's kind of what happened. I I don't have a problem with it. I don't think this hurts John Cena's star power. And if you're a fan, I don't think you're ripped off. They didn't promise you this match was going to happen. I mean... You kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. I've been saying it on, on the Taz Show podcast and on my Taz Show live. Look, it's going to happen. Uh, taker's is going to be there. WWE is not going to float this out there and not send Undertaker to New Orleans if they didn't know he was booked ready to be in New Orleans. You know what I mean? It's just not the way they do business. They're not stupid. You know, it's just that's not, not going to happen. Uh, Chris, in California, you are on uh, the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What do you say, buddy? Yeah, good moment. Good moment, Chris.
6: Um, my opinion, Oscar Charlotte matches
1: the night. Yeah, buddy. Uh, you know what? I I said that earlier, bro. I, I I can't argue with you. I thought it was off the chart. I mean, it was, it was snug, man. Some of the spots they did, uh, Chris, I mean, Oscar that she did, uh, uh how about that insane counter dude off that moonsault into the triangle? That was awesome. Wow. <laughs> you saw that, right? It was sick, man. Uh, Oscar did that, that vertical suplex, off the apron I was stiff I felt I felt the tremors in in, in Charlotte's body I mean they, they did some real heavy physicality in this match Chris thanks for calling they really did I mean they brought it these two girls brought it and the match was awesome they did some great grappling reversals joint locks uh Oscar and Charlotte did and uh and then a real stiff tight spear uh by Charlotte it was a, an excellent match I really uh I really enjoyed the match immensely I, I seriously did uh Hey uh, Josh in New Jersey. You're on the Taz show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Josh? Oh
7: uh, hey there, Taz. I've called in uh plenty of times before. Um uh I
8: love the show. Josh, uh, hold on Josh, the- hold
1: on a second. Well you got school tomorrow a what? What's going on here? Uh,
8: yeah, we do, but I always wait for you. Well, if there's a show
7: for you, I'll I'll say it.
1: Well work. I appreciate it. I don't want you to be late for your first class, so uh what's your question, kiddo? Talk to me. <laughs> um
7: I love the host whole show um except for the ending where um, last time I called in, we were still having Brock Lesnar as champion, and I said he shouldn't be anymore. That's how long it's been, and he's still retained tonight.
1: <laughs> that just ticked me off a little bit. Uh, I hear you, kid. Well, I mean, you, so you wanted Roman to win, and you you'd rather Roman win, or you just don't want the title on Lesnar?
7: I just feel, I mean, like, I like Roman, but at the same time, I think – even if it wasn't Roman,
1: just get the belt off uh, Brock already. Right, it's too long, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me you a quick question before I let you go, Josh. Kids in, kids in your school, do they hate or love Roman Reigns?
7: Um, well, the one main friend I talked to who likes wrestling with me, he, he doesn't like Roman Reigns, but okay. I'm trying to get him to like Roman Reigns.
1: I'm just wondering, like, what younger kids like your age, thank you, Josh, for calling buddy and do good in school so you don't have to get hit with steel chairs like I did, you know and get put in headlocks and front face locks and, you know, have to suplex guys that are 50 pounds heavier than you and much taller than you. Just do good in school, Josh, for God's sakes. I'm begging you, okay? Uh, I just wonder what people, kids, like younger kids, think of, you know, of Roman Reigns. Of course, a lot of adult fans or guys in that, you know, whatever, 25, 35 years old, they hate Roman Reigns. Like hate him. You know, and I, I, you know, I don't know the kid. I, I, I have no problem with him, but I, I just to, I mean, obviously the girls like Roman. He's a handsome, you know, handsome, handsome man. Very fancy guy. So he's sharp. You know, so of course the chicks dig him. You know what I mean? But, but, uh, you know what I mean, but I don't know about the, um, I don't know about the, you know, guys in that that range that are pounding beers like me and just drinking scotch at a bar and eating wings. You know what I mean? Guys like me. You know what I mean, Stu? Guys like you and me, Stu. You know what I mean? Right,
6: absolutely. Every day,
1: <laughs> every day, just pounding, pounding beers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering, you know what I mean? But no, all, all kids aside, um, um, yeah, you know, I, I think they they're up to something here because they just wanted to start people. Meaning, meaning, with the with Brock Lesnar retaining. I mean, that shocked everyone. Uh, and it seems like I'm shocked people when they're calling to talk and the phone lines are jammed. I'm, we're gonna go to break in a second and we'll get to you guys calls on the other side of break, but. No one's talking about the blood. I mean, there was heavy, heavy Juice Jones. A lot of blood there, man. I mean, big blood. I mean, you don't see that much at the WWE anymore. And my man was bleeding heavy. I mean, he had the old school crimson, crimson mask. It was like, uh, you know, heavy duty, heavy duty blood there. So it's just interesting that no one has called to talk about that. So, uh, okay, hopefully you guys are checking out the show. Maybe you're watching the video right now at tasho.com or you're checking out the audio, wherever you're checking out. I appreciate you guys doing that. Going to be here till 2 a.m. Eastern. Going to get to all your calls. We also have Monzo coming up, Brian Monzo for the Mac and Mars, uh podcast, and he's also... The uh, producer, p- producer for right here on WFAN. I'm also on WFAN right now on uh, the Afternoon Drive Show. Everybody knows Monzo. He's a big, famous producer and uh, of the Mac and Mons po- uh, Mac and Mon's podcast. Also, Mike Johnson from PW Insider will be here. You guys know Mike Johnson, a uh, very famous wrestling reporter. He's down in uh, New Orleans. He was at WrestleMania like Brian Campbell. So that's still a very busy show. Got one hour left to go here. Special task show. Sit tight on those phones, guys. I'll get to you. Be right back.
0: That truth, never gonna lie, never gonna lose. Always on top, keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back. Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. Alright, alright, here we go. Uh, gonna
1: be here for one more hour. I've been here for the past two hours. Gonna be until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, across the United States and all our affiliates. Also also on Sirius xm 206 TazShow.com, live streaming video, CBS Sports HQ, streaming some ins and outs video of the live broadcast I'm doing right now. Hey, we're coming to you live from the Quick Loan Studios, National Mortgage Lended, Lended, I should say, Quick Loans, apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. Yes, we got uh, Ike behind the glass running the board, and my man Stu, uh, he is producing. So, uh, hello to those guys. They make it work. They make it happen. I'm supposed to be nice about them. Uh, Also, uh, speaking of phone lines, 855-212-4227. I really didn't talk of phone lines, but that's what I do. See what I just did? 855-212-4227. So, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, that number, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% more On car insurance. Without any further ado, uh, let's speak to the one and only PW Insiders, Mike Johnson, who's down in New Orleans at WrestleMania. Good moment, Mike Johnson. Good moment, Taz. Good moment from the Big Easy. Yes, the Big Easy Jones. So for those that are new to the Taz Show, you've heard a lot of callers call the show and say, good moment, Taz. Good moment, Taz. So why don't they say good evening? Or why don't they say hello? Well, this guy, Mike Johnson here, He started this good moment thing because, you know, on the podcast, you never know when people are listening. Nighttime, morning, whatever. So you can't say, hi, good morning, Taz. How are you? Hey, good morning, Bob. We don't do that. Mike Johnson invented good moment. There you go.
3: We made something evergreen.
1: So what was the best moment for you live in the building, and how were your seats?
3: I was in the press box. I was at the top of the building. I really thought Ronda Rousey over came any expectations, and she put in a performance beyond the hype that they gave her. I thought she, I thought that match was absolutely incredibly put together. Yes. And I really loved Oscar versus Charlotte. It felt like a great, epic match. Dude, it was, awesome it was snug, entry. man.
1: That was snug, buddy. I don't know if you could yeah. tell when you were up in the press box. When you watch it online, watch it back. Dude. Those girls worked hard, man.
3: Yeah, that was a great, you know, they had monitors, and so we could go back and forth between looking down at the ring and the monitors, and then... They worked hard. Yeah, and, you know, I, they did. It wasn't a good match for the women's division. It was a good match, period. I'd put that match up against any promotion, any any sort of uh, wrestling scenario. They really put in their work, and they they created a, you know, a, a classic. That's going to be up there with any other WrestleMania classic that people talk about.
1: I agree. And, you know, Mike, so I, I think they, what they change uh, four titles or five. Is IC title, U.S. title, tag title, women's uh, oh, five, right? And the tag match yeah. with uh, Roman... I'm uh, not Roman. Uh, Braun and... Uh, what's the kid's name? Bron uh, and Nicholas. Nicholas. He's the new big star. Well, the, I The was,
3: mysterious enigma known as Nicholas.
1: I know. I I, I was predicting it was going to be Hulk Hogan. Uh, what that was going to be... I really was. I thought Hulk would come out because they were in good graces, as you know. Again, with WWE, Hulkster is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Hulk's got a son named Nick, but that's not him. He's older than that.
3: No, that, no his
1: Nick is a lot older. I know he is. Uh, what was the reaction? Because I, I was... I couldn't hear it. I was on the air, so I couldn't hear. Were, were people digging the whole – with the little kid thing?
3: Live, people were digging it, but the longer it – when he picked the kid, it got a huge reaction in the Superdome here in New Orleans. Right. The longer it went, the more people started scratching their heads and kind of going, all right, this is dumb. Because <laughs> I really think people thought, all right, he's going to pick Nicholas, and then when the kid tags in, the real partner is going to hit the ring.
4: Right,
1: right. And that's right.
3: not – you know, people thought they were going to give him – you know. Swerve them, and instead they went dead on to uh, Nicholas' championship ring time.
5: So they did. They did. It
1: was
3: well, very.
5: It was a we- It was
3: a very weird uh comedy deal, I guess you could call it.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll get to see where they go with this thing. I mean, I don't think anybody could have figured that out. But uh, I mean, I hope the kid can appear on Raw tomorrow. He's probably got school in the morning. I, that's what I was. You no, know, what I was saying, I was texting. You know, Bull James. We were texting each other during this thing, yeah. and uh and I said to Bull, I go, bro, this kid. He just had more in-ring time working than I did my whole run as ECW champion. <laughs> 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 Actual time, you know, my matches used to be quick. I want to know. I want to know what his payoff is for the show. Well, I think I have him beat. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so. what was the uh, what was a down a you? like what mat like what was was it the pancake <sighs> gimmick? What was what was that like? What was the, Look, downer? the pancake thing? You
3: know what the pancake thing is ridiculous, but it's those characters and it's meant to bring levity to the show. I really thought, you know, the one thing that I thought was going to deliver on a major scale that kind of underperformed was AJ Styles against Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, uh, I, bro, I thought that was going to be the tippy-top of the show. Yeah, I, it was good, but it wasn't, like, amazing. Yeah,
3: it was good, but, it, you know, it, it, it felt like it got in, it never got out of first gear and went into second gear. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the turn later on with Nakamura giving AJ the low blow, that'll be, you know, that'll change his dynamic and that'll change the story, and you know, I guess maybe the the thought process was this is just the first match; you don't have to throw everything in the kitchen sink at each other. Yeah. And you know, it's going to become a more heated situation, and we'll come back to it at Backlash or whatever the next show is. Um, but yeah, I, I think people went in there expecting them to repeat some of the classics they've had in Japan and other right. places, and it just it wasn't there. I kind of think that third hour of the show, like the show was, I thought the show really hit, and it was a lot of fun. And they brought you up and down; and they give you all these like different things, and every match was different and then that third hour, it just kind of just became very anticlimactic, and I think mm. they kind of they they kind of veered off with the Nicholas and Braun thing, and uh, the Bra- the Brock and Roman thing came off very anticlimactic. Like yeah. in that in the Superdome, Roman got pinned. And ha- three quarters of that building sat there waiting for something to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I were know. waiting
3: for something else to happen yep. because it's WrestleMania. You expect like of some yeah.
1: cliffhanger uh, or some big uh, yeah. surprise, and it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. All right, Mike, I gotta let you bounce, plug away, do your plugs, and get off the phone, kids. I'm busy here. Alright, check
3: out my live blog I blogged all 10 million hours I was in the Superdome at <laughs> PWInsider.com Check out our Elite section, ad free For three days free at PWInsiderElite.com And follow me on Twitter, at MikePWInsider Good moment, everybody
1: Good moment, Mike Johnson, thanks for calling Take care, see you down the road Mike Johnson, there he right, is you love, Thank right, you. Take care, brother, see you, man uh, That's great, Mike Johnson, just good insight uh, just We're tied on time, we got a lot of people calling the show So we've got to talk to some of the people here Jeff in New Jersey, you are on the tag CBS Sports Radio, what's up, man? Hey, Taz, moment. Good moment, my friend. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I just want to shout out Wu
8: real quick. Uh, but I wanted to ask you what you think about Lesnar and Roman ending that way because WWE wants it to culminate maybe at the Saudi Arabia show mm. and crown Roman champ there, or maybe he wins the Rumble and wins at SummerSlam, or do you think Lesnar should go a different way?
1: No, I I, I, I really think, Jeff, that, uh, and thank you for calling, buddy. I really think they should have switched to tonight I mean, I I think they'll probably go to to Rumble um, because we know Lesnar's going to go back to UFC. I don't think Dana White would lie about something like that. He publicly said, yeah, no, he's coming back. We don't know when he's coming back because he's going to need to train. Brock's going to need to train completely different for that. So maybe maybe it's true that Brock's contract was wrapping up. Maybe that's true. Uh, Maybe it's true Paul Heyman's contract's wrapping up. Maybe that's all true. Okay, and maybe they did something called a 30-day extension or a 60-day extension. I've signed those with WWE where you get an extension on your deal because you can't work out a new deal or you're going to leave or whatever. There's a lot of different reasons why you do an extension. A lot of people don't know about extensions. I've signed them, so I know WWE does extensions. So that could be the case. I don't know. Um, I was surprised like a lot of you guys that, that it didn't happen. I don't see it going all the way to Rumble. I mean, but it could. I don't know. I I I don't know. It, it, they they when you get swerved, now you got to start thinking. So they swerved everybody here. So we'll see. I mean, we could try and all speculate what they're gonna do, but it's, you know, <laughs> good luck because you know it, it's like a needle in the haystack. You know, trying to figure that out. Hey, Kyle on Strong Island, right here in New York. You're on the Tash Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, buddy?
2: Hi. Um, first of all, I actually thought Brock Lesnar was gonna win the match
1: yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, oh, you and you. Well, hold on. You're the guy. Yeah, huh? you're the one guy. <laughs> Everybody thought he's gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought that because
2: if you remember, Bobby Lashley signed the WWE just to wrestle Brock Lesnar.
1: Uh, where'd you hear that? Wait, wait, you, wait. Say that one more time. He signed just. a I, I don't think you signed a one a one match contract. Bobby Lashley. That's what No, you're not saying.
2: that. I remember uh, this. You really have to like watch the the sports network. Uh, on the Fight Network, he was doing an interview, and he said the only reason he would ever go back to WWE was to have true competition, and that true competition would be Brock Lesnar. Now, I know it's not a one-match deal. Right. He would do other things. Right, of course. But from what I've heard, that they're going to keep Brock Lesnar a bit longer just to have that match between him and Lashley. Uh,
1: you could be right, Kyle. I know both of them personally. Uh, I have not uh-huh. heard that. I'm just letting you know. Like, I I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, dude, but I, that, that, that could yeah. happen. I mean, I think that'd be a great match to see for sure. And Kyle, uh, thank you for calling. But I have not heard that. I mean, it, it could be. I mean, again, uh, people speculate, and that's cool. That's what wrestling fans do, and I think that's fun, and they think that's good. But sometimes you might read things online or whatever. I'm not saying that this young man just said that to me, but you could read things online, and you can't believe what you read sometimes. And even if it's... Wrestlers saying it, they're saying it to to work it. <laughs> so, you know, don't don't get hooked. You know, I mean, you, I mean, it's not the end of the world if you get hooked, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, uh, sometimes you gotta just uh, roll with the punches a little bit. Hey, Drew in Detroit, uh, you're on the Tash show right here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Drew?
5: How much? What's going on? How
1: are you? How are you, brother?
5: Good, good, good. So, wrapping up, watching WrestleMania, I thought overall I thought it was pretty good. Um, As far as Brock Lesnar winning goes, my buddy brought up a good point. Um, From my understanding, you know,
6: McMahon hates
5: CM Punk, and he has one of the newer longest title reigns in the modern uh, day era. So could you think that they would keep Brock Lesnar on as far as holding the title to break that record just to kind of relinquish his name ever being there?
1: It could be, Drew. We had a guy call a little while ago. You probably didn't hear him. He kind of was saying a similar type deal. The guy was from Chicago, area, Illinois, wherever he was from. I don't know, Drew. I mean, it could be. I would be surprised, and thank you, Drew, for calling. I don't think Vince like. I know he doesn't like, CM Punk, and that's cool. But I don't know if he gets hung up in that 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 type thing with the how long a guy's been champ. Yeah, you know, with the new day, they extended it, so they broke the record of I'm drawing a blank who they, who they broke the record on. But I don't think Vince, from what I know, working with Vince and working for Vince, I should say, I I don't think that's Vince. Um, but it could be I, I don't. I just don't see Brock hanging around that much longer. I, like I said, i I don't. I, I think they, they need a guy that's going to be on the road. I've been saying that for several years. They prove me wrong or not, because uh, you know Brock Brock's got a great schedule. you know, he works a very limited schedule, and God bless him, you know, I just and I think he's earned that. just I don't know if you want to put the title on somebody, and I, and I love Brock, but I don't know if you want to put the title on somebody uh like that. You know, meaning that a guy that's not working a full schedule because, you know, he's got other things he's doing or maybe he's whatever. Hey, uh, Snake Eyes in Wisconsin, uh, you're on the Taz show right here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man?
7: Good moment, Taz. Good moment, sir. I am uh, still sitting here in my Nakamura
1: shirt, still uh, with my jaw on the floor. Do you have your fiddle with you or your violin or whatever they call uh, it? No, no it's, okay. uh, it's going to get more dust in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're upset that he lost?
7: Well, you know, I figured losing to Jinder last year when he was pretty hot. I mean, he was he was on a roll. Right. And then he won the Rumble. He's still on a roll. I mean, figured mania. You got the crazy live entrance and everybody singing and happy. And you know, yeah. <laughs> you got a heel turn.
1: Yeah, I I know. You know what though, dude? Snake Eyes. If if you're a Knock fan, Knockamore fan, I think he's going to be a stellar heel. Uh, thanks for calling, bro. I do. I think he's going to be a stellar heel. I mean that. It gives him new life. Even though he didn't get the title, it gives him new life. Nakamura's legit. He's the real dealio. Don't worry. It's all good. All right, look, uh, going to break here. Other side of break, get to more calls. Talk to Monzo. Uh, he'll be a guest on. We'll talk to Monzo a little bit. 855-212-4227. i Show. Be right back. Special edition of the Taz Show right here covering WrestleMania. Going to be here until 2 a.m. Eastern. Streaming and screaming at uh, tazshow.com. Live video there. Also, audio audio you can hear at uh, SiriusXM206. That's on the app, too, and obviously on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, and on all our affiliates uh, across the United States on uh, CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports HQs popping in with some video here and there. And also uh, a plethora of terrestrial broadcast stations across the United States. Going to get to the phones here in a second. Speaking of WFAN, uh, next guest right here is an uh, esteemed top level producer uh, for WFAN, the Afternoon Drive Show. His name is Brian Monzo. They call him Mons. Uh, Mac and Mons Podcast. They talk some wrestling t- sometimes on there. He's a very famous man. Mons, what's up, buddy? <laughs> what's going on, bro? I love that. We do this every Sunday. Well, I put you over. That's what I do. Uh, what did you do? You went to a WrestleMania party? What's your story?
2: I had a little bit of a gathering, uh, ate a lot. Of- uh, knew I was doing this, so I didn't drink anything. But, oh. uh, you know, it was it was good, man. It was a lot of fun. How's the uh, how's
1: the show been going? Everything's going phenomenal. Are you kidding me? It's just, I'm, I'm the man. You know that. Look, you know oh, I,
2: I knew the answer
1: before I asked. So <laughs> Listen, knucklehead. What kind of tweet was that, bro? What, what are we doing here? What are you crazy? What are you, what are you talking? Yeah, about? you know what I'm what talking you? about. Your tweet. Uh, you go back and look, cause I replied to you anyway before oh, the show. Oh yeah,
2: well, I was getting criticized for. For being an adult and tweeting about wrestling?
1: No, yeah, but then you're like, well, I know, and I'm not 10 years old, and I, I know it's the F, oh, word, oh, the F yeah, word, the F word. We annual, don't say the, the F, F word.
2: say where I have to explain what I'm doing, or else you know, I got 400 people hey,
1: tweeting about <sighs>
2: wrestling when the
4: Mets around. Relax.
1: You know what's fun? I know, and I'm watching the Mets while I'm res- watching WrestleMania, which the Mets won, which is very important. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, bro. Like, when when is this gonna happen? Yeah, we're in 2018. It's, a, it's, it's like the world is talking about WrestleMania. They, they put 78,000 people in the friggin' Superdome. Super Bowl-esque every year is WrestleMania. I don't understand. I'm in the sports radio business now, uh, you know, working every morning with, with Mark Belousis, Taz and the Moose every morning, right? I, I, uh, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? i just say like, and you get some of these people, not here at the station. But some of these people online, not even fans, some of these experts that cover sports radio or guys that are obsessed, and they get, why Why are we talking about wrestling? That's not a sport. Hey, dummies, wake up. Do you not realize that every sports platform from CBSSports.com to ESPN to Fox Sports, NBC, Bleacher Report, they all cover wrestling on their vertical mods. Am I right or wrong? You
2: are Hey, look. Bottom line, New York City, WFAN, biggest sports radio station in the world, is doing a post-WrestleMania show. That's all you need to know.
1: Hey, bro, how long? I've done this for about three years now, right? Three. I mean, it feels like 30, but three. Thanks, Mons. All right, so what'd you like? <laughs> what didn't you like? Talk to me. Uh, what did I like? I mean,
2: I, I, I liked a, a lot. the show, right? You liked the whole show, no? Yeah, I mean, there, were, there wasn't too many. I, mean, look, I thought there were some silly things, the Braun Strowman stuff I wasn't a, a huge fan of. Right, right. Um I liked. I was blown away by the Ronda Rousey match. Yeah, I went into that with very little expectations. Yep, yep. And I I actually labeled that as the match I was least looking forward to, and I rated that number one. That was the best match of the night, in my opinion.
1: It was great. Um, I would, I would go Charlotte. I would go Charlotte, Oscar best match, and I'd have to put that that tag match with Triple H and Steph and uh, Kurt. You know, right, right up the second uh, and Ronda. You know what I mean? I'd put that second. I really enjoyed Charlotte and Oscar. Well, Ronda
2: was, uh, I was so much better than everybody expected. Yes. And I, I agree with you. One A for me, it was, I just watched it a second time, was Charlotte and Asuka. And there were three things that I was floored by. I couldn't believe Charlotte won. I thought that was awesome because yep, yep. I'm a big Charlotte fan. Yep, yep. I was stunned with the Nakamura thing. Yeah, uh, with a low blow and the heel turn. You know, yeah, like yeah. The heel turn. I'm not yeah. sure if we're allowed to say that. No, you're really not. That.
1: But you, no, you could do. You could tweet about it because that's what you do. You and all your other radio producer friends you are all wise guys. All of them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And uh, I, hey, look, everybody thought it was a layup that Roman Reigns was winning, and I know he didn't. So I, I have no idea what the reaction is going to be to this. But I'm fired up to watch and run, see where they go with this because well, I have no idea.
1: I got one of those. I, I was hooked. I thought for sure that he was. <laughs> I thought Roman was winning for sure, dude. I really I, did. I, just,
2: I thought, you know, he kicks out a 27 F5. I
1: know. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, big blood, too. Big blood. Yeah. Big blood. Big blood. Big um, blood. Yeah.
2: But I, I, thought the, the, I thought the card was strong. I, I thought the, the. I think something. Because the, the show is it's 36 hours. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. You know, people forget that, that Seth Rollins match was really good.
1: Yeah, I know. I was going to get um, into that because but, no one's talking about that. And that's what the problem is. It's good and bad when you're first. I've been first on big shows, and you want first. First, you get the crowd is the hottest when you're the first match. Okay, but the problem is when you're on such a card that's loaded like this, then your match gets lost, and that's what happened. And they had a great match. And Seth is the Seth Rollins is the new IC champ. He pinned he pinned the Miz, which is right business with his finish, and he pinned the champion. Okay, that's good business. That's smart. Where Mahal, Jinder Mahal didn't pin the champ, but Jinder Bahal's the heel, so that makes sense, you know, right. so, but anyway, no, you're right, that, that, that Seth Rollins-Finn uh, Miz match was excellent, it, 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 no one's talking about it, because it was on first, it, was, it seemed like it was on three days ago.
2: And the other thing, because it was in the pre-show, I love the fact that it looks like Bray Wyatt and Matt, Matt Hardy are, are together in some capacity.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he helped uh, Matt win uh, the uh, Andre the Giant uh, deal. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh,
2: I think there's some underlying stories there. So I, th- I think I think what we get out of this mania that we haven't gotten in a long time, a lot of stuff that's unanswered because usually WrestleMania answers everything. Correct. Now we're coming out of here saying, "What the hell's going on?"
1: Yeah. Well said. Well said. I look. I don't have much more time. I got. I'm very busy. Tell I, people where to find Mac and Mons. It's you know
2: what Mac and Mons. It's on it's on Radio. Com. It's on all those websites, but. I'm not worried about me. This is about you, man. You're running again,
1: You're running again in four hours, aren't you? I actually am on. A, I'm on at 6 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you to right. have Moose sign on. Ah, yes. Totally ah, yes. Two, one down. Two to play with. Right. <laughs> Three big hours to play with. Three, yeah, you know them all. i have been on
4: at seven o'clock.
1: Eight five five two one two. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Man, uh. <laughs> hey, if you can't play it, bet on it. Can't play it. Can't play it, dude. You know, that can't play a talking thing. I got to a big argument when we first started. I'm like, dude, why are you saying that? I, I actually can play it and and, and played it.
0: Well, oh, no. I mean, he goes, you
1: don't play doesn't it. doesn't work with you. No, it doesn't. He goes, we don't play it no more. I go, it doesn't matter. I played it. Right. It's 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 more like if you don't feel like playing it anymore, you don't talk. Thank it. you. That, see, Mom, see, that's what I like about you. I right, look, Mom, right. look, enough of you. Tell people where to find you on Twitter. At uh, the Monzo
2: Radio. And, mm-hmm. uh. I'm always there tweeting, and uh, evidently every year I put out a PSA announcing I'm allowed to talk about wrestling. All
1: right, that's good, Monzo. Look, I love talking to you, my friend, and uh, I'll I'll, I'll be the guy sleeping on the floor when you get in tomorrow afternoon, uh, (laughs) right right in the newsroom, okay? Right,
2: and it's not a snowstorm either. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, Monzo, thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for coming on. See you, bro. There you go, Monzo. Uh, It's good talking to Monzo. He's a good guy. I actually think he hates me. All right, we're back here with the special edition of the Taz Show, talking WrestleMania right here on CBS Sports Radio and across the United States, all our great affiliates. Sirius XM Channel 206, TazShow.com, live video streaming. I want to get to the phones. No more guests. we get to the phones before we wrap the show up. A lot of people call, so I'll get to all your calls. I promise I will leave no one hanging. Um, before I forget, though, the um, podcast version of this show will drop, well, probably... Uh, in a few hours, uh, I would think. In a few hours, probably I would. I would venture to say probably before six a.m. Eastern. So the podcast version will be available, and the VOD, the video on demand, I think will be available probably around eight a.m., nine a.m. tomorrow morning. I don't know, I just made that part up, uh, the VOD part. So I don't really know. That that could be, it might not be. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. You're not gonna get through though. The lines are jammed, but I just felt like giving out the number, otherwise my boss will yell at me. So, uh, and then I will yell back, then I will quit, and there'll be a problem. Alex in Hartford, Connecticut, you are on the TAS Show on CBS Sports Radio. What do you say
2: there, Alex? Well, what I'm saying is, I noticed they were advertising the uh, Raw after WrestleMania with the commercials. So I'm expecting something huge possibly with the title because how often did Austin win the title on Raw after pay-per-views and pop
3: the crowd in the ratings?
1: Uh, Alex, I agree. That's what I was saying earlier, man. When people are talking about, well, maybe the pay-per-views down the road and Brock Lesnar, they're waiting with Brock The record, I I'm what you dude. I feel like something might go down tomorrow, man. I, 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 like I was saying, I think something's going to happen tomorrow. It just feels like it. Because they swerved the audience today, this, you know, on tonight's show. And now whatever they do tomorrow is gravy. That's how I feel they look. They're looking at it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm with you on that, Alex. And, and then thank you for calling. Appreciate it, dude. I mean, it definitely it definitely could be uh, what happens. I think Raw is a must-see tomorrow. Hey, Kyle, in New Jersey, you are on a special edition of the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kyle? What's going on, Taz? I love you, brother. How thank you, you go, buddy. I'm Appreciate all right? it. Thanks, man. Everything's good, buddy. What's up?
8: That's what I like to hear. Listen, I watched the NXT show the other day. I thought it was amazing. But my real question has to revolve around Triple H. Listen, that guy is one of the best in-ring competitors I've ever seen. I've been watching the WWE Network, and every single time I'm watching this guy, it's best match after best match after best match. And tonight was proven to it. I mean, I didn't think Ronda was going to do anything. Kurt Angle, I've watched him in the TNA. He's been okay. But... That match probably was the best match of the night. And again, Triple H showing his wisdom and his will. And my question to you is, after working with him for years and seeing your talent with him, if he's not the best in-ring competitor with getting someone over and making a match over, who is in that top three echelon of it? Because he was far not amazing, even with the age he is.
1: No, no, I, listen, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, but I, before I talk about who is besides Hunter, besides Triple H, because yes. I don't disagree with what you said. I, I Everything you said about Hunter, I've, you know, it's I... crazy, man. No, he's, well, here, I, I know, but I have the reason why, Kyle, why he can do this. It's a very okay. simple thing, but if you're not in the game, and him and I, Hunter and I, are from yes. the same generation, so... That's I want to ask you. Uh, it's simple, bro. It's called, one word, comfort. He is yeah. in a comfort zone. He can basically... Not just physically, but mentally, he is allowed uh, – creatively, I should say. He is allowed – he's in a comfort zone. He can – and now it's even more than years ago. He can kind of do whatever he wants. So when you have that comfortability from a booking perspective or working out a match – you have that freedom. You have confident freedom. Most so, guys so, so, don't have Virginia
8: that. Is in that echelon with him. Like, uh, what other guys are like that? I know The Rock are and, like, all the guys that we know, but what are, like, some other guys that we typically might not know as names that are in that, like, kind of atmosphere? Because it's, like, crazy. Like, I know CM Punk had a chance to be like that, but this guy is, like,
1: unbelievable. No, no, he is. But, Kyle, I think, bro, I think you're missing what I'm telling you. It's okay. he's in a comfort zone. He's allowed to do whatever the heck he I wants. Know, that's what you. I'm saying to you. You know, and, you. and years ago, you. you know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking him. I've wrestled him and I've done business with him. And, and thank you, Kyle, for calling. I'm not saying that he's I'm just telling you he has no pressure on him. You know, no pressure. I I've I wrestled him. I wrestled him on SmackDown. I wrestled and I and I remember I don't remember how many minutes we were budgeted. It was like we were usually most guys are budget like six minutes, seven minutes for a segment then on SmackDown. And we had like a lot more than that. And I'm like, wow. I go, geez, I said, but we don't have to worry about going over this, meaning the time. He's like, don't worry about it. The, the task were good. Whatever it is, it is. <laughs> I'm like, wow. He's got like <laughs> as far as the time restriction. See, look, if you got a seven minute segment, so that means Let's say I have a promo in my segment, and Triple H has a promo, and we're going to have a seven-minute segment. The promo, the entrance, the pyro for each of us is all built in that seven minutes. So my point is, when you have that freedom, that you could go over the time, and no one's going to get mad at you. Uh, you could budget the match to anything you want. So you could psych- psychologically, you you have less stress on you for for the physical psychology of the match, if that makes sense. So again, not knocking his creativity. He's, he's, look, I was sat in a room here at the station watching Triple H getting peppered with punches by Ronda Rousey and watching him get her over with those punches. It was hysterical. I, I, it was great. But I know him. I, you know, he he's very talented. Now to answer the question, I think I think a Shawn Michaels is in that realm. That he's that good of a guy to get in a ring with a guy and and, and get over that person. To that level, I mean, there's very few guys. Another guy, though, he had, he had a lot of comfort. The comfort zone and, and freedom is a big, big deal. You know, I, I know, because I had freedom and comfort in ECW, and in WWE I didn't. <laughs> and it's a lot different when you have a governor on you. I'm just telling you. Uh, you know what I mean? Hey, Philip in California, you're on the Taz Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, bud? Hey, Taz, how are you? How are you, sir? man.
4: Man, me and my friends, we had a great
1: WrestleMania
4: party, and some of the matches I want to talk about, I'll try to make them quick points, Undertaker versus John Cena. I think it was, a, I'm glad that match went down, to of the all-time greats. Well, hold and on, I let me ask you a question.
1: Phil, Phil, well, you, you were okay with the fact that it was basically a squash that Cena didn't really have any offense. You were okay with that? No,
4: I really wanted to see Cena do a little bit more. Uh, you know, Undertaker from Undertaker fan point. Uh, point, right. but I'm a John Cena fan too. Okay, but Undertaker, he looked really good. Yes, and he looked like he could move uh, uh, a lot good, which was surprising because I right. heard right. he had hip issues and knee issues. But he did old school walk on the rope. Phil, and then Phil, uh, so Phil, that was good. Philip,
1: what yeah. else did you like?
4: I liked the opening match because you touched on the opening match. I think there was a lot of action in that match. It it pumped me up. I know it pumped me up. The Miz was good. Seth Rollins was good. And uh, um, Baylor was good. They all had high spots in the matches. So that really was good. And then the Braun Strowman tag team match, I thought that was stupid at first, but then it kind of grew on me. I want to know who this Nicholas kid is, <laughs> and then I think that I want to know if, like, if I'm at the WWE event, I might be the, the his tag team partner. I think the gimmick is pretty good. <laughs> All right, Cass. Well, I'll take All right, you man. call out the air. All
1: right, buddy. And take care. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, Philip. Thank you very much. He's fired up. He's pumped up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, I No complaint on so, on those matches he laid out. I mean, I agree with him. I mean. They were all good, but I, again, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of folks calling about Roman Reigns and calling about obviously Brock Lesnar and stuff like that, and 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 Ronda Rousey and all this great stuff. You know, we don't hear anybody talking about Daniel Bryan. We don't hear anybody talking about the three-way Intercontinental uh, I.C. match, and it's not a knock on anything. Um, this just the show is so loaded, things get lost in the shuffle. I mean, they had Daniel Bryan and Shane versus Sammy and and uh Kevin Owens I I got to say I we you know I, I got to just be honest Daniel Bryan has been out so long okay um he, <laughs> he got in there and he, they did the injury gimmick where he was out of the match early early on then he came back in um his offense looked phenomenal for a guy that's been out of the ring this long he looked good man uh I think physically he's still not in that muscular ring shape he looked muscular don't get me wrong I'm not knocking the dude but not like he used to look. and That'll just come back quick. It's just muscle memory. He's just he's just not in that ring muscle shape. That It's hard to explain that. That'll come back quick for him. But his offense was stellar. I was very, very impressed. What he was doing physically in there, I really was. Um, and again, that's another match where they swerve people, I feel. I mean, I, a lot of people thought there was going to be a turn where either Daniel Bryan would turn on Shane or Shane would turn on Daniel Bryan. Didn't happen. So, um, you know, we'll see where they go with that because, you know, Sammy and Kevin, right, they're out of jobs now. Uh, Another match no one's talking about is the Bludgeon Brothers of the new Tag Team Champs, right? So no one's talking about that. I'm not knocking nothing. I'm just saying sometimes when a card is too loaded, and I'm not knocking. This card was great, so I can't knock it. But I'm just saying there are some really freaking good matches that no one's called about and I touched on. I didn't really talk about much, you know? Uh, Dave in Illinois, you are on Natasha right here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Dave? Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good, buddy. What's going on? Well, just
5: listening to you talking, I could talk all day about all the other shows or all the other matches, but my thing was on Roman Reigns, and when are they going to allow him to be the monster that he should be? You look at him tonight with the crimson mask, and it reminds me of him back when he was working with Hunter a few years ago for WrestleMania, and the buildup to that. They let him just, the, the whole blood capsule conspiracy thing, but they let him just go crazy. Fans reacted positively. Now you get the opportunity. He gets busted open like the Randy Orton match from SummerSlam a few years ago. Yeah, He could turn into the psychotic monster and rage, but we don't get it. Are they going to ever let him be the monster that I think everybody wants him to be?
1: I don't think so. It's just like John Cena. Like, is he ever going to be a, a real heel? I mean, maybe we saw a little bit today with Taker. But not. Nah, to answer you, Dave, my gut tells me, no, I don't think we're going to. And I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I felt like this kid should have turned heel a while back. He's a big, mean, nasty, athletic dude that, that can be a hell of a heel. And you're right. They have some great visuals of him. And I guarantee you, when you watch Raw tomorrow, Dave, they'll show a video package, they'll black and white the graphic of him on all fours, meaning Roman, with the bloody face, sure. growling and flipping out and freaking out, but they'll make sure it's black and white. They won't show that blood. You'll see black and white. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I have no problem. I, I think Roman Reigns should turn heel and be a complete, angry, ticked off, pissed off, violent killing machine. I I, I totally agree. Um, and just be like, the heck with all these fans, and boo me all you want, and But, you know, he's pulling in money. I mean, he's pulling in a Brinks truck for the company for several years. So it don't matter what a lot of folks feel that, ah, you know, people boo him. They don't want to see him be a good guy and he's this and he's that. Ah, Listen, guys, he's over. I've been saying that for three friggin' years. He's over and he makes a lot of money for the company. I promise you that. Hey, uh, Cali Robb in California, you're on the Taz Show, CBS Sports Radio. What's up, bud?
6: oh, fair to Midland, just getting off the job. How you doing, bud? My man,
1: fair to Midland. Good, brother. What's going on?
6: Hey, I just wanted to, I saw your tweet earlier, and
1: I have to agree with you.
6: It's insane to me that still WWE to this day is like the butt of a joke, but a guy like Vince McMahon is a literal billionaire, weekly for like, 30 years putting out content. It's crazy. <laughs> P- anyway. Cali, no, hold on.
1: Wait, wait Cali, <laughs> Rob, but you're right. See, people don't get it. Like you just said, it's totally true. And the amount of content, the amount of money that that man spends every freaking week, just about probably 50 weeks a year, not 52. And 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 nobody else in sports and or entertainment does that. And it the, the, just took the Superdome and put close to 80,000 people in that freaking building. And, and, and that's the thing, man. Crazy. Any of
6: crazy. Any of the so-called smart marks, like, think of your favorite rapper, musician, right. actor, actress, director. They're all waiting for the next job, the next check. Like, right. you're only as good as the last thing you did. WWE is an empire. It's evergreen. You could plug and play any okay. young, talented athlete and make another billion dollars, you know? So yeah. it kind of blows my mind that people kind of crap on it. But uh question for you. I'm wondering, guys like Finn Balor, guys like... Uh, to a certain extent, Nakamura, Dolph Ziggler, how long can they get close but no cigar before it's kind of like, like certain guys, I think like Finn Balor, for example, we all know he's like the guy, main event guy. He's always a good worker. He's always in the main event, but he's always just short. How long can guys like that come up short before you kind of stop believing? Like when I watch a Dolph Ziggler match, no matter what the stipulations or whatever, I know he's not going to
1: win. Right. You know? Well, so, it's sad, but you know, but you know, Dolph's going to give you a hell of a match. He's a hell of a exactly. wrestler, right? And yeah.
6: I, I, if, if he was the WWE champ tomorrow, I would buy it 100%. I wouldn't call, you know, right. I, I know wouldn't just saying a flag at all.
1: But Cali Rob, people are still, and you're not wrong. I understand what you're saying, where it's like, and thanks for calling, dude, where people kind of, you know, the company doesn't go full throttle with certain guys, they go all the way to the edge and then they stop. I, I think as long as guys are good enough workers like someone to catch your name, like a Dolph Ziggler or Finn Balor, these guys are tremendous workers. So I think they'll always have people on their side. You're not going to give up on them. You're going to watch their matches because they're that good in the ring. That's 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 evergreen right there. St. Nick, New Orleans, you're on the Taz Show, CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, brother. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, man. Talk to me. Did you go to the pay-per-view? You there? Oh, yes, sir. How are your seats? Man. Good seats or no?
4: Uh, yeah, I had good seats, man. Um, I was calling, uh, asking because uh, now, for, uh, if you don't want to pull back the curtain, I understand. But uh, when Roman went into red zone, mm. uh, did did he
6: uh, go hard way or do you think it was Blade? I was just tough curious. one.
1: That's a tough one. I, my instinct says there was a Blade involved, and thank you, Saint Nick, for calling because it was um, you really didn't see any markings on him, and I think he went like probably by his hairline. I don't I don't know if it was hard weighed and uh, I, I have to watch it back and 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 that I I have to watch it one more time. It's tough when I watch I can't see some of the little intricacies because I'm getting ready to do a live radio show. Or in that case, I was on the air, so it was tough to do. But uh, I have to take another look at it. All right, guys, listen. I appreciate everybody who listened and all the callers. Tons of callers for this special. Uh, thank you, uh, obviously, uh, all the affiliates on CBS Sports Radio for taking this special, obviously uh, Mr. Spitz, Mr. Chernoff here at WFAN, I seem like a real butt kisser, but it's okay, that's what I do. And um, that's my gimmick, look at, Ike's just laughing at me. And uh, <laughs> and obviously SiriusXM 206, Sean 206, people at CBS Sports HQ, thank you, and all the guests, Monzo, Mike Johnson, Brian, appreciate you guys. So uh, thank you, guys. I'll be on the air at 6 a.m. Eastern right here on CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM, with Mark Belousis, Taz and the Moose, 6 a.m. Eastern, every day, Monday through Friday. Adios.